Hey guys, this is Ryan with Music Row Hideout with a brief public service announcement for you. We have been a bit sparse with our episodes recently, if you haven't noticed, and that's because Jury and myself were in Hawaii for a friend's wedding. And we are now back, and uh, we'll be putting out regular episodes each week. Um, and wanted to take this opportunity to tell you, if you didn't know, we stream these episodes live on Twitch. And you can find that link on our Instagram, just search at Music Row Hideout. And there's the link in bio there to watch live. And we do this every week on Fridays at 7 o'clock p.m. And you can go in. There's a chat. You can talk to the artists. You can ask questions, make requests, troll us, whatever you want to do. And then without further ado, we're going to get into this episode. This is a band named Safari Room. They are an indie band right here from Nashville, Tennessee. And tonight we actually have two guests. We have their singer and their guitar player. And just wanted to give you a little heads up. The audio is garbage for just the first four minutes or so. And then I finally figure out what the problem is. You're going to notice the band sounds kind of far away and weird at first. But uh, so my apologies to Safari Room. But you'll uh, it, it'll get better in a few minutes. So please be patient. And uh, without further ado, here is Safari Room. Hey guys, what is going on? This is Obadiah, and today we are back with another episode of Music or Hideout, the show where we hang out with artists, musicians, and entertainers in Waylon Jennings' old basement studio. As always, I am gathered here today with co-host Ryan Poole, who I'll pass to to introduce the guests. So today, tonight, this evening, this great day of ours, our guests are Chris... And Alec from the Nashville professional rock band, Safari Room. I was really hard not to say Jimmy World after I said professional <laughs> rock band. Well, yes. but they're not Nashville. They're not, they're not, but they have this whole gag at their shows where we are the professional rock band, Jimmy World. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and yeah. yeah. Could you tell us what we're drinking tonight, guys? We hope you are having a beverage of your choice as well. Uh, tonight we're drinking gin and tonics. So. Well, that's just delightful. Well, as always, we like to start to kind of get a little background on you guys. Um, how did y'all get started on the music? Well, I guess it's mostly mm. me first. Mm. Um, so Fire Room started as uh, more like a moniker that I wrote under, oh shoot, like four or five years ago. <clears throat> and bass player Emma and our drummer Simon and I went to the studio with a good friend, Kevin Freund, and... Um, recorded three songs, made an EP out of that, and didn't do much with it. I think I was kind of inundated with school and whatnot, so I didn't really want to go play shows with it and stuff, and I was in another sure. band at the time. And I was like, no one's going to want to listen to a bunch of sad music. Um, and so we didn't do much with that, and then I was like, you know what? I graduated in 2017 from Belmont, and I was like, oh, let's... Let's make something happen with this. And so 2018 was kind of the year to make that happen. We've only really been a real band playing out and whatnot for just over a year. So we went in the studio, recorded another EP, and Chris joined us after we recorded that EP. Mm. Um, It was kind of the same uh, trio, Emma, Simon, and I, Mm. who did um, the follow-up EP. Or really, kind of, we consider it to be the first one. Sure. um, Because it was really the first full step. Ahead, so, but yeah, gotcha. and Chris and I have known each other for a few, few years. years. Yeah, a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just met through school mm-hmm. at Belmont, and okay, I don't know. I play guitar for as many people as I can, so it was interesting when I got asked to join an indie rock band because it was the opposite of what I'm used to doing. <laughs> you know, I'm like, cover the record, get the sound, and this is like, mm-hmm. let's be creative. And it's been a 
don't know, it's just been a fun ride to like yeah. see a uh, um, a band, a brand, if you will, build and be stewarded really well. Because I was in a pretty uh, poorly managed like startup band, also mm-hmm. in Belmont, and that just nobody took care of it, and nothing really happened with it. So yeah, it's just kind of fizzled. Oh yeah, kind of just fell apart. Yeah, so it's been. <clears throat> so how long have you been with the band? A year now. Yeah. A year. I'd yeah. say oh, yeah. So, so, I mean, so so, so basically, like we tracked the actual feelings EP. Um, we tracked that at the beginning of March, <clears throat> 2018, <clears throat> and then we played our first show last month, a year ago. So oh, Chris wow. was on that first show. So we okay. just didn't track with Chris. Um, I took care of most all right the after. guitars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like basically. You started at the top. From square? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. Pretty, well, it's pretty much well. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, basically yeah, the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning of like the When we look start. back in mm-hmm. 10 years, it's basically the beginning. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was there at the beginning. Yeah, so. Yes. But yeah. Okay. Are you guys, so you guys are not from here? No. Right. No, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Okay. And I'm from Omaha or Bellevue, right. Nebraska. Yeah, you, okay. Not to be confused with Bellevue. Yeah, Bellevue, Tennessee, Tennessee or Bellevue, Washington <laughs> or Belleville. Missouri? Yeah, I didn't know there were like so many. Bel-Air. Yes, or Bel-Air. And I don't know why. Yeah. Why? Why do people keep naming well, places the same shit? Bellevue in French is like beautiful view. Oh, you're going to be so, smart here, so huh? So there's Nebraska. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we learned that in good old Nebraska. Um, so like that means just someone went up to a hill and was like, it's a Bellevue. And they were and like, they're like, done. Bellevue, Check. done. Let's make it less French and... <laughs> Put it on a sign. Yeah. So did you grow up playing music then in Nebraska? Mm-hmm. I did. Or Ohio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In my bedroom. Started from a young age? Lonely guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> did you start with guitar? So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just, I don't know. It's what I did after school. So is that you know? all you've ever done is guitar? Yeah. I, I, I teach a bit on some other instruments now. Okay. But, but guitar has been... That's your jam. It just, like, yeah, made sense. Gotcha. What so, year did you start yeah. playing? Oh, man. I was <clears throat> 12. Twelve. I think okay. seventh grade saw a buddy playing at the in the middle school dance that I was not confident enough to dance at, and I was like, "Shit, <laughs> this is cool. What do the switches do?" You know. So, started started plucking, took some lessons, stopped taking lessons, taught myself. Um, it was guitar for me more yeah. than even just like music. Like for some, yeah. for some reason, it was the instrument, and then that changed hmm. as I got older. It's like the Marty McFly thing. Everyone's like saw him play uh-huh. that in Back to the Future, and everyone like, <laughs> pl- like picked up guitar because of that. It's like that just looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. <clears throat> okay. you? Same Different again? for yeah. me. Um, I started with piano. My uh, my older sister of four years um, took piano when she was growing up. And both my parents, uh, who aren't as musical now, my dad less than my mom. Um, but they all grew up taking piano lessons. It's kind of like a brain builder, I think. Like, and I'm a huge advocate, and I know that you are too. Not that we like rally around it, but like, I think teaching music at a young age is really important for like brain growth because I think it teaches yeah. you different alleyways and pathways. They to might use not your... naturally get. Yeah, otherwise. yeah, yeah. And I think I just think it's it. in, in having a practice of something is cool. I mean, it can be a sport, it can be a craft, mm-hmm. but I think that was very much instilled in me when I was growing up. And so I took piano probably from five to ten, so five okay. years. And I still, have, I, yeah, I still have decent mm-hmm. utility at it. Um, but then I quit, <clears throat> or I was losing interest around when I turned ten because I saw guitar and I was like, that looks awesome and I would like to play. I don't know what sparked it for me as like, like, Probably that it's super cool and everybody yeah, wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing and, somewhere along those lines. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have like a granule <laughs> moment of like, 
oh, I know exactly like when I wanted to start playing guitar, but mm-hmm. I remember I got like a Fender Bullet, like one pickup, yeah, yeah, one yeah, knob. Yeah, like, it's like blue. It's really cool. You still um, have it? I do still have Ooh. it, but it's not here. It's back home. Um, maybe we'll pick it up. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, but yeah, so I picked that up, uh, kind of dropped a uh, piano like a hot potato. Sure, because so, you realized... Yeah. That's for nerds, and you want to play guitar, <laughs> which is for cool guys. I can play piano all day, but guitar is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I took piano or uh, guitar lessons off and on for years, mm. and I had like one of my dad's coworkers' son teach me, and like told me what Rage Against the Machine was, and I was good like, starting place. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was like a lot of different stuff, and then he's like, "So I got to show you a band," and he like showed me Rage, uh-huh. but like. Like, ah, like over the swear words because I was <laughs> 13, 14. So, did you immediately so. go buy a wah pedal so you could play the intro to that Bulls was on my Parade? First guitar pedal. Right. <laughs> was, my was it for that reason? You were like, I gotta make that sound, that Honestly, Bulls on Parade. And I know that's like a lot of people do that, but like, yes, that 100%. is also my history. <laughs> I will take that history as my own. Yeah, so I have a, I, my first guitar pedal was a wah pedal. Hey, there's um, no so shame in that. So I can play. Yeah, wah pedal's no a great pedal. Wow, wow, wow. It's better than most people's first guitar pedal is like Boss DS1. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? oh, like I a metal zone. Mine exactly. is the Boss <laughs> grunge pedal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the worst pedals of all time. Or like, it was or like one of the, like, the big, like, oh, what is it? Like digi harmonics, like multi effects oh, unit. I used yeah. to have I made a preset on it called Tube because I had a solid state amp that was like this big, and I was like, "This is such a warm sound. It's like a tube amp." And so I made a preset and maybe. So have you heard that preset after you knew what you're listening to? I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know logic. where my digi effect thing is, and mine was like yes, but it had like a hundred presets. I think I could uh, attenuate my own stuff. But I remember I had like a loop function, which I found out after I bought a loop pedal, and I was sure. like, "Oh, that would have been that would have been nice to get. nice to know." Yeah. But it's like, it's like you have to like do one of these when you're and dumb, then you're sure. <clears throat> yeah, do that. So it like yeah. didn't make a lot of sense because right. it was like, "Oh, we're gonna stuff one more thing into this already like jam packed piece of uh, machinery." So right, and then make it as cheap as humanly possible. Yep, yep. <laughs> the yeah, that's right. I was the, I had the most basic bitch first pedals of all time. I bought uh, three Boss pedals. At once, my very first pedals. Whoa. I got the overdrive, the DS1, and the metal zone. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot. Of like that sounds so That cool. is a lot of colors to paint. It was like Guitar Center, like <clears throat> buy two boss pedals, get one 50 percent off. And I was like, let's load that shit up. Yeah. All right, <laughs> let's Put get it, on it all. My red thing, on my red tractor, and we're gonna go. <laughs> You're uh, like, if this one goes to 11 and this one goes to 11, that's 33. No. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I still have the DS1 somewhere. Not like I'll ever plug it in ever again. But I mean, <laughs> I'm all about like, I don't think I've ever gotten rid of a pedal. I'm trying to get rid of a pedal right now, but I'm kind of like a hoarder in that way where it's like, I feel that. eventually pedal, it could be something it. cool. Yeah. Just kidding. It's, <laughs> a, it's cool. Um, Ibanez, I don't remember the serial number, but it's a delay pedal that it's a Keeley mod. And so it oh, has I an over oscillated, and oh, I, cool. I I bought it for myself as like uh, some like milestone. I was like, cool, nice milestone, Alec. Like here's a guitar pedal, and I'd want it. And then we used it on the record, um, the actual Feelings EP. But it was uh, our friend Brandon who owns the studio that we recorded at. We used his, but I think with all mods, they're all a little bit different. Mine just didn't work quite as much as his did, mm. and so I kind of. 
I just never used it and still haven't used it like years later. Mm. Or not years later. Year later. Decades. Um, <laughs> about 17 years ago. Um, <laughs> when we no. did our first record. When we did our first record in um, Bristol. Bristol. Um, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> did you all Sorry ever see for those the, listening in Bristol. Did you all ever see the drummer? Was it called the drummer? The rock star. Rock star. The rock. The Rain, rocker. The, uh, there we go. Rain Wilson. <laughs> like, the rocker with the naked drummer, Rain Wilson. Yes. Oh. You you see that? No. <laughs> I know exactly you what you're talking oh, about. Oh, with Rain Wilson. And I'm like, I, yeah, I have, that I have IMDb nope, pre-locked in. Gotcha. <laughs> um. There's a part with the band that he he was in a band in the 80s, got kicked out. They became mega successful. They're like the Metallica of their day. Mm-hmm. And he's just bitter the whole time. But uh, now he finally gets in another band, makes it to the top. They got some big show opening for that band. And he meets them, and they all roll up like in tight leather pants, like, uh, and they all have British accents. He's like, "Oh, that's Fish there. Oh, we knew him back when we was Americans." <laughs> and they're all from America. <laughs> they became cool British rockers. Um, yeah. It's that actually a really good movie. It's hilarious. I've it heard is. it's good. You guys I, will become British. There's a, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for it. Um, I have I almost you like got that more, Radiohead influence. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly listen to a lot more British and like. European music. Oh, wow, you're hip. Wow, I'm you're so, so cool. Hip. Oh, let it. Let the record show. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. Are you vegan and do you drive a Prius? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Hyundai. The speakers are it's a Sonata. Yeah, the yeah. speakers are bumping. Only listen to music recorded on first generation tape. Yeah, I actually have a, a turntable in my car. So, <laughs> do you know I did that? No. It doesn't it work. work. No, because yeah. you're even the slightest Correct. movement's gonna make you're it. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I did it though. What? Uh, why? <laughs> why? That work. It what took a the... lot of cables to pull that off. But why? Why? I'll tell you why. And a generator. It's because I was working. It was when we moved here, back here. So I moved away. I came back. I was telling you guys that earlier. Listen, we were we were moving back to Nashville. <clears throat> I stopped by Barnes and Noble and bought an okay, no, a piece of shit turntable. Uh-huh. Um, like the ones that. Burns normal cells. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, and the briefcase ones. The reason was is that I was doing a record. It was my first record that was actually going to vinyl, and they had just sent the test pressings. Oh, cool. And as the producer, I had to listen to them to be able to give my like stamp of approval to but do we were my driving trial. across the country, moving to Nashville <laughs> at the time. So I th- I thought, hey, I like I knew just like just like you said, ninety five percent chance this doesn't work. And it's too skippy. Maybe yeah. it works though if I'm driving real smooth. I have a nice car. It's it's a smooth ride. Maybe mm-hmm. it, maybe it'd right. work. It, it didn't work at all. But the the other side of it is, hey, if it doesn't work, when we stop at rest stops, yeah. I'll be able to listen to the record in the car and just make all I have to do is make sure it doesn't skip and it doesn't sound like complete garbage. Mm-hmm. And um, and it and it mildly worked. But I also did have a, another friend independently listen to yeah. it, mm-hmm. um, not in a car. Yeah, and uh, guess right. checked out. Oh so, yeah, I do remember when we first <laughs> moved here. And the rest is history. We had to go find a Barnes and Noble so you could return it. Yes, I remember that now. <laughs> this is. I'm sorry, BNN. Like, <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> and also, you had no intention of keeping it to begin with. I hope you said like. I played this in my car and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it was skipping all the time. I want a full refund, and I hope the cashier still talks about it. Because we're like <laughs> we're like in Nevada. At like a gas station, and there was this long ass bathroom line. So I'm like, oh, perfect! I can listen to a few more songs while we're stopped, <laughs> and like listen to them in the car. I had it rigged up so go to the the car mm-hmm. radio. Like it's kind of cool. If only like 
there's got to be enough shock absorption that you could yeah. like somehow build a custom rig. Right. You know what you can do hipster. if you want to get rid of the shock is <laughs> listen to music on your phone. That'll probably solve that for you. <laughs> <laughs> you need a record a player in your phone. car. Yeah, a yeah obviously. <laughs> you have someone razor. <laughs> you have someone hold their iPhone up to an old, Jitterbug. old yeah. one of these rotary phones, and then you listen to that through your speakers. It's perfect. It's, okay. ba- it's basically the same as a listening to a yeah. record. Yeah. yeah, it's really authentic. Or like a gramophone. Exactly. <laughs> or you could just like print it onto a VHS tape and then yeah. have a VCR in your car because that would be susceptible to shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it not? Ooh, I'm not kidding. I could make that cool. Like that, that could. We're in the strange. right you moment could of time. Make it. That, that we're <laughs> yeah. in the right moment of time. That if you sold it hard, yeah. you could get people to think listening to music. This is from the a most VCR pure cool. way this to is listen. Like the next slice bread. Yeah. Oh my god. We've only got about five. To six more years on that trend. That can many? Right now. Let it die. I don't think. I don't know if it's even that many. That's a lot of this years. This tape is back right now. Like cassette tapes are like trendy. Are so, they? I'm I mean, so glad I'm maybe not. in my sphere, in our sphere. I'm not cool. Yeah, <clears> they I'm are. Not cool, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they are. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're back. Totally yeah, on the like rise. indie bands like going on tour. They're like, ah, oh, we don't print CDs. And it's stuff that I've talked about um, with other bands who are on the, going on the road. It's like, oh, we don't print really CDs anymore. Yep. We just do tapes. And I'm like, oh, man. Cool. I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily cheaper. I don't know the. They are. The, are they cheaper to make than yep. CDs? Okay. Well, it's a piece of plastic. Yeah. I mean, they're cheaper, <laughs> yeah. and they have a novelty factor that people are more interested in buying. Right. right. More people will remember actually using those when they were a kid. At this also, age. Like, I've also or they purchased. missed it. And they never yeah, got exactly. To. Like mm. I think it's a, maybe a generation that's going to come up and like have never used tape, and they're like, "What is this artifact?" Yeah. You just start backing right. it up and start printing on eight track. <laughs> and you can sell it bundled with something that plays 8-track because no one's got that shit. Right. Like three people oh, still have one. Yeah. yeah. I did, and then it broke. Did you? Yeah. I've never actually even used one. I have. It's not, like, better or good in any way. That's good. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. yeah like to be fair, work cassettes? No. Yeah, so. Maybe worse than 8-track, theoretically. Okay. But anyway, um... <laughs> I'm actually, like, I don't know what's going to come after cassettes. Like, are CDs going to have a revival? It's going to take a minute for people to feel like it's that old that they're yeah. again. Right. Yeah, because that's still, you can still go, to, if you can still go to Best Buy and purchase it, you can't. it's not cool. As of last summer, you can't. There's no more CDs in Best Buy? Best Buy has t- taken away all CDs and you know, all I, stores I everywhere. did read something about what? that and it's yeah. forgotten. Yeah. And I, because I don't purchase them, yeah. I, I think it's kind of sad in mind. Yeah. Because I went don't to go buy them. the new White Album re-release. <laughs> Thank you for now let's Best get rid of the penny. Had zero <laughs> CDs. I don't use it, it. They all, as of, yeah, it was like this summer that it happened. Flash. So yeah. I had to go to Target and pay. Yeah, well, they sell vinyl now. Okay. Outrageous Target Well, now prices. it's fine. As long as Target still sells them on stores, they're not going to be able to Target go away long enough like to come back as cool. Vinyl, like, they are selling, oh, yeah. like, Prince and Guns N' Roses. Not and, sorry to, like, put them in the same category. And Lana uh, Del Rey. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Lana, like, it's, like, the weirdest collection and it's like people, I think, it's like starter kit vinyl. It's like, mm. here's a vinyl on. record player, and here yeah. is like mm. the records everyone who Once, listens right. to vinyl should have. Yeah. Except for like, I think like maybe like Rumors is there, which I Rumors. completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's very interesting how trendy and back that has become. Yeah. yeah. But I do think it's okay for you to put Prince and Guns N' Roses in the same category. Like yeah. they're, they're both pretty, they're both pretty. 
Which okay, wait. Which ones the? Oh, I love Friends. Okay, Guns and Roses category. I don't. I'm not a big Guns and Roses. Why do you hate Slash? I don't hate Slash. Just to be clear, you heard it here first. Safari Room is strictly against Guns and Roses, except for when we cover. I like that you so honed in on like why do you hate Slash in specific. Call him up. I was in a rehearsal this week, and the first, like, not her normal stuff, but she's starting one of her originals with Sweet Child of Mine, just the intro, mm-hmm. and it's the worst I played the entire rehearsal, was playing that intro, and I was like, shit, I'm the guitar player, and I just messed this that. up, I was yeah. embarrassed. You messed up, and like, one of the first riffs and everyone learned? And the, yeah, no, I never learned it as a kid, I didn't either. Funny. What? Kind yeah. of in defiance. Dude, that's like the first thing, as soon as I got my guitar, it's like, well, we'll turn on classic rock, I'm learning the intro to Back in Black. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. I listen to like Dan Fogelberg. And seriously, <laughs> and, like, folk and like Santana. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm so messed up. Maybe. <laughs> my, I mean, my parents were like listening like James Taylor yeah. and like mm-hmm. I mean like Chicago and Boston, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not but Guns and Roses. Yeah. But you yeah. said Santana. Santana is good guitar player. Yeah, right? it is. It is. It is. It's guitar. Yeah, but stuff. No Chicago and Boston are very different vibes. They just sound so similar because they're cities. Names of cities. Yeah, yeah. and that, in not to like blend them together. And like Journey, like my mom yeah, loves my mom Journey. Loves Journey. Oh, that's why um, I get Or like Jethro Tull. Every Journey's like, <laughs> well, Jen, Journey's the perfect band. It really is. So, yeah. yeah, the perfect band. Okay. The perfect. I had to, yeah. to win when I said yeah. I just because I wanted to move faster. I mean, I like Journey. I like Journey a lot, but. Well, I already shat on Guns N' Roses. I'm not here's the thing. Out. Here's the thing about <laughs> Journey. You, you can't beat Don't Stop Believing. Can't I mean, you can I think you can. Oh, my God. As we have you seen. Can. Yeah. Can't be beat. Oh, but I mean, as far as classic rock bands, they're they're not. I wouldn't say they're the best. It it dominated yeah. until I wouldn't, I don't know if I say they're in the top Africa. five. Wait, did you say? Wait, you. Some, what about Africa? Africa? Oh, I said. It's a good country. Yeah. <laughs> Great country. Right. Uh, no, Loser song? <laughs> <laughs> These are the social norms we're working on. Oh my god. <laughs> Tom the Weezer song. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yes. I didn't know if you were serious or not at first. It took me like a hot second. Success. <laughs> I was like, uh. Yeah, no. You gotta go. You listeners at home. <laughs> have no idea how close I was to just uh, excused from this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I, what I was saying was Don't Stop Believing dominated the ultimate if it's played anywhere. Everyone's like, yes. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. For like a good eight years until but, Africa came back. But if that's, yeah. if that's your metric, yeah. there's a lot of shit that should be better. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of like garbage music that people have that same reaction to. Like what? Like whatever the current pop nonsense is right well, now. Well, that's different. This is I'm talking about throwback revival. There's more depth to different. that, like yeah. response. And by okay, the way, yeah, yeah. Journey isn't my favorite band by any means, yeah. and I own none of their you music. You seem to be defending wow. them. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> no, I do. That's not but what you said before. Don't stop believing <laughs> is 100 percent like a uh, certified banger. Certified, certified banger. banger. <laughs> certified <laughs> banger. We're all trying to write that. Yeah, we're all yeah. trying to write certified <laughs> bangers <laughs> that will live past us. I still. It doesn't matter how many times I hear that song if it plays in a place, particularly if you're not expecting it. It just like makes you feel it's good. True. It yeah. was the final song at the wedding small we were town just girl. Why? I always well. was a small town girl. You know, living in a lonely, <laughs> yeah. lonely. <laughs> yeah. uh, there yeah. were no trains. No, there was. Uh, 
I mean, no, Omaha is a, a pretty big city. Not a train you could ride. Um, but I, I grew up near a train. Well, what was the train for then? Coal. coal. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so okay, now, now you you say you grew up in Omaha. Yes. And you grew up in Ohio. Where in Ohio? East of Columbus, Ohio. Oh, so not in a city that matters. Like some small. Jeez. Okay, that's just check. Good, that's a real good way to put it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. I left. I left. So, so you guys moved from states, essentially states that, Have let's be real, no one best. cares about. Yep. Yeah. People don't uh, know where Nebraska is until they eat corn. Typically, I don't know where Nebraska. People. Hold on. People. Do I know where Nebraska is? I don't. I literally have no idea where Nebraska. I've never realized this because I've never thought about it. Because Iowa is. No. Okay. Why would I? Always, I know where California. I know the big one. I know. Sorry, Iowaians. I know it goes Tennessee, Kentucky, and then Indiana's up there somewhere in Illinois. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I grew up on the West Coast, so I don't yeah. know anything past yeah. like Arizona, Honestly, like Texas. A, it's a it's a regional thing. Like uh, people, I know a lot of people from California. And they're like, oh, I don't know most things past. They don't. We, the they Midwest. don't. I never took. They didn't teach geography in California. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I never had a geography <laughs> class at all. I didn't learn a damn thing. California is the only country you need. It is the only country I need. That's correct. <laughs> But so you guys moved here. from essentially places that, that no one cares about to Nashville, which is like, how long you been here? I've been here six years. Five. Five. Mm-hmm. So you came in like when it was starting to blow oh, up. Yeah. It's like 2012 was kind of yeah. like when it started, right? Yeah. It's and insane. so you guys moved from like not cool cities to like maybe the fastest, almost the fastest growing city in America. Mm-hmm. So is that change like insanely different? Like, is it an insanely different experience living here as opposed to living where you lived? Um, Omaha is not is actually the biggest city in Nebraska, so I don't. I wish I had the population on the uh, on front of mind, but it's not that much smaller okay. than Tennessee. So, or sorry, Nashville. <gasps> Nashville. Wow, geography. I ain't studied that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So Omaha, uh, going from Omaha to Nashville wasn't that stark. Mm. From where it was when I moved here. Gotcha. Now, it's since it's grown in such an exorbitant amount, it is pretty different. Like going home feels smaller. Um, mm. But and also less, probably less focus is what I would guess. Yeah, because everything here is so focused yeah. on like, music, entertainment. Yeah, you know? and like totally. it's like you come here for a few things. It's like medicine is big, finance right. is big, and music. Mm. Like that's like the three things that I hear. Finance? Well, like, I never heard that here. Well, I've only not, been here a year and a half. Yeah, okay. So I don't well, know. I mean, yeah, like, I, I think, like, lots of, like, banking and stuff mm-hmm. is, uh... Oh, here we go. We got Floppy Dongus in the chat. Looked it up for us. Floppy oh, Dongus. That's correct. <laughs> Omaha is 466,000. Nashville just hit seven. Okay, so around the time that so, I moved here... It was probably... probably half, was Nashville probably half the size. Yeah. yeah, and so I think, um... That's definitely... It felt, um... Kind of on par. Didn't feel super crazy. Mm. But now, going home... I realize that Omaha is significantly Small smaller. Um, yeah, I mean, to uh, me, Nashville feels tiny. Yeah, because I mean, Cause San, Diego's San Diego, yeah, triple, right. yeah, almost right. double, insane. at least double. But and it must be even more dramatic, I would assume, for you coming from not even Columbus, but east of Columbus. East of Columbus, yeah, <laughs> man. It, I guess it's, it, it is a dramatic change, but it didn't feel dramatic because I went right into the shelter of like the bubble of college like honestly oh, so like, you're going from like small a, to small anyway kind of yeah, yeah. And, and and really i i slowly got out into the nashville scene so yeah and so i feel now, like belmont doesn't really encourage you to like go out you, like they no, want you to no. stay on you, campus be in the yeah. little bubble where they can protect yeah. all your delicate sensibilities yeah. <laughs> 
so you got to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but one day my boss is going to listen to these episodes. I, I hope he does. Fired. No. I've told well, him. Be- I've told him before. I've been like, listen, if you <laughs> if, if you listen to the show, just leave it at that. Like, don't judge me. Yeah. Based, I mean, did, don't get yeah. me wrong. That's the truth. Yeah. But. You know, you don't need to like bring that back to work. Your boss yeah. may feel the same I mean, thing. Like, you're, like an, you're, I mean, I drink your job on the like show. Wouldn't... I vape. I curse, and I talk shit about Belmont. Like those are my fundamental core values. Well, I feel like <laughs> what you do, at Belmont, like it doesn't directly <laughs> like, like it doesn't directly. It's not a conflict of interest or anything. Sure. Like with like shit talking it. Yeah, I mean that being said, to be fair, Belmont is a huge scam. Financial aid is immoral. <laughs> And if you take out a bunch of student loans, you've been tricked like okay. everybody else. I'm still paying mine off. Yep. Probably forever. Until the whole system crashes because it's a giant pyramid scheme. It is. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Or we'll just keep paying more and more for higher education until people are like, eh, maybe I don't need higher education. People are starting. They, people yeah, are starting already. Yeah, or like, which they should. I've encouraged students like, hey – they're coming to Belmont. I'm like, look, you don't have your grades aren't good enough to get all the scholarships. You're gonna, between you and your family, you're taking out 150 grand yeah, in yeah, loans. Yeah. Like, don't don't do that. Yeah. Like, go to community college and make bank. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, and just like, or or you know what? <laughs> you're a drummer. Just go play the drums. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't yeah. if you're like, you don't less, need spend, spend money on lessons mm-hmm. or like spend money going in like an investment way. Yeah. 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 Of yeah. like, hey, I'm not. I'm not hemorrhaging money to go to school, mm-hmm. but like I'm gonna spend a bunch so that like I can have different opportunities or like right. put There's yourself just so in like much yeah. more. You have to worry Anyways, about this. Is, this is the talk now, shit about I, college in Belmont. Segment. Uh, I was just about to say for those <laughs> listening to the podcast, you wouldn't know I left the room for a few minutes to take care of an errand. I just came back and was about to guess. I think we're talking shit about Belmont, <laughs> but I've been gone, so I don't know. Yeah. But now that you're back, I was actually thinking should we should play, play a song. song. Yes, play a absolutely. Song? Play a song. Show um, us what that degree we, got we always you. say we're gonna play a song <laughs> in like the first ten minutes. So it's, like, it's been like thirty five we'll, minutes. We'll start. <laughs> you keep talking, and we'll get. Situated. Yeah. So they gotta get set up. So we have a little different of a setup tonight than we normally do because they're both playing through electric guitars, which. Is this the first time we've had a lecture guitar on the show? No, Daniel Donato. Oh, yeah, Daniel Donato. Yeah. That was oh, rad. Daniel Donato. Yeah, That's dude, that guy rips amazing. guitar. Oh he was like our like, fifth episode or something. And yeah. crunch. So make sure you play as good as him. <laughs> yeah, I can't play Cosmic Country quite like that. Co- I don't think anyone plays Cosmic Country except like, for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is, you know what? His own it. made-up genre. He's, yeah, he's phenomenal. I love that like he's made that a thing and is doing mm. so well. You want to like, press the right Pro Tools buttons? Because he's also yeah. like, I actually don't know how old he is, but I think he's young. 20. He's, he's, young. he's younger than me. He's younger than you? Okay. He's definitely younger, he's younger than, than us. Than me. Pretty sure. Um, he's like probably 23. Yeah. That dude kills on guitar. You know, he's, they, he's, he's in the process of getting a signature Ernie Ball guitar. At least when he was him. here, Good he like had him. like the uh, prototype. Prototype. With I've seen, yeah. Yeah, we put a picture yeah. up. Uh, it's on our Instagram if anyone wants to see it. I think it's on our Instagram. This is not a signature guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I was like, that's crazy, dude. We bought these at Target. Yeah, this is uh, the Adam Levine first act. Um, for those who aren't watching but listening, um, which I don't know. What actually, what actually is This is an Ibanez art core. It's modeled after. Oh, the art core series is really yeah, good. It's, I really uh, like modeled it. after like the Gibson, which okay. I feel like a lot, of, not a lot of Ibanez's are. And you've got what I assume is a Tele. Yeah, it's a GNL. Um, okay. Saved a lot of money and bought it used before I moved to Nashville. I knew I was coming to Nashville, so I needed some spank. And then I had to turn back. He had to get a telly. You won't hear that spank. I'm pretty sure no, they don't let you into the city today. unless you own a telly. 
They don't let you in. No, they yeah. don't let you in. No, no, that's border. actually because I was yeah. like, both of us got in because I think, yeah, I also own a telly. But I own a Fender telly. <laughs> so, like, oh, okay. Ooh, wow, right. you a fancy bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's cool. But I like giving the children all the time to giving pop in and pop out. What? You know, like what? the guitar. Oh, <clears throat> no, my kids. Instruments, y'all. All seven of my kids. Um, oh, yeah, inst- oh. uh, instruments. Yeah, I mean, I usually play like a Jag or a telly, but today mm-hmm. I'm like, let's play this. So Yeah, so what, what are you uh, playing for us? We're going to play... Um, Presumably a song, mm. I would think. <laughs> We're going to play the single we just released in February called One Day Here. Yeah, we are. Um, and it's going to be different. We don't get to do stuff like this very often. So for those at home, we do play with drummer and bass player uh, when we play. So this will be exciting. Kind of nice. And we'll, we'll post... Uh, we'll post video, uh, links to their other videos and stuff so you can check out their other stuff as well. Yeah, so this is called uh, One Day Here and... Yeah. I made a brand new friend today She smoked all of my cigarettes Now she's gone and left me
and we're back. All right. All right. <laughs> I just switch cameras, unmute things, mute things. The whole, it's a whole process. Do it with your hands. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm told. So, okay. So, give us the name again. That song is called One Day Here. Okay. Um, it's a, a blue cover if you're looking at it on Spotify right now, if you're so enthralled with it as you're listening. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, a single re-released back in February, and... Um, have had a really great reception. I think everything we release seems to be doing a little bit better. Yeah, and so um, that's, a that's a song that kind of hits really personally for me and um, is definitely one that we're super excited that's out in the world. So Okay. Um, and, uh, hey, Floppy, can you go ahead and post the links that I sent you earlier in the chat? So Floppy's our moderator. Floppy. Um, so we're posting links to your Instagram <laughs> And Twitter, yeah. Nice. Um, so people go ahead and go ahead and check you out. Now, did you get their Tumblr? Don't go to the Tumblr. Uh, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, my, my MySpace. Has yeah, so Tumblr don't go to the Tumblr because um, we don't know Thanks, what Tumblr Bobby. is. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what Tumblr is. Sounds yeah. vile. No, we do. We just don't have a Tumblr. Do you think in the future bands will have to like, in the name of having every social media, that they'll also have to be like on dating sites? Like, you have an OkCupid profile. And, like, <laughs> yeah, this is room Tinder. That's really funny. Um, <laughs> we I was had a good reception. We tried. We, we tried. Um, <laughs> but having four people on a picture on Tinder is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it! Why does every girl space. do that? Yeah. So I, am I right? Yeah, right. every girl has like five girls in every picture. It's like, and which one are you? And there's and one who you are definitely not interested in. Yeah, you <laughs> forgot the common denominator. But the problem is, she wants to show every side of herself. Yeah, like the fun side, the serious. So side, there's yeah. like the time she dyed her hair purple, and there's the time she has it up, and then like this dress. You're like, these are all different women. Yeah, I'm like, which one is she? This is a chameleon. She's trying to stay away. Maybe that's the thing. So um, I just look for the girl. Like I look for a high ratio of pretty girls in all of the photos uh, and like so any one of them would be fine just go for wow. it <laughs> this is the misogynist podcast I'll take them uh, Chris we gotta go uh, uh, um, I, I'd take any one of these pretty ladies uh, <laughs> oh my god oh that was uh, the creepiest uh, thing I've ever experienced my in my life um, it's actually funny um I was touring with a band called Laurel and the Lovin' uh, dear friends of ours and they're, I wouldn't say it's a gimmick, but one of the ways that they... Um, <laughs> that means Sounds like you're about to say it exactly no, what a gimmick is. No, it, gimmick isn't the right word, but it's like, it's like what they, it's like their bio. It's a bit. So yeah, their bit is that like, they met on, like, we would go out, like, play a show, and before they'd introduced us, like, we'd do, like, a so far, and they'd be like, fun thing about Laura on the Lovin' is that they met on Tinder and stuff like that, and we would have to, like, play into that story. And I just, like, <laughs> this is maybe just sounds like a very non-21st century 23-year-old man, but I was like, I'm not on Tinder, so I, like, don't even really know. And he's about to get married, and so it's just like, yeah. it's just like, I don't really know what that is. Yeah. I mean, I know what it is, and I know, like, the... I love going on other people's mm-hmm. tenders and like messing with them. Sure, sure. Why it's a you? good time. Yeah, it's a good time to get like <laughs> good just swipe, swipe. Very productive. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes, know if it's swipe right. yes or left or you don't right. Know if it's left or right, you're just I like don't, I don't, <laughs> swiping Fast to the game. yes one, um, and then just being like, like, what's your shoe size? And like random questions and be like. Your dad looks really nice, or like that's a really cute dog, and it's they're always like, "I'll like show you my dog," and it's like, "No, no, no, no!" <laughs> it's like, "No, no, no, no!" I'll show you my dog. I'd like to get to know your dog. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. So yeah. now you said you're getting married soon. I am in August. Oh, you doing it here? 
Dixon, Tennessee. Dixon. Yeah. Oh, a lot no. I've only been here in half. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Hour West. Okay, an hour Save West. a lot of money. Not nice. Nashville. <laughs> I think I heard you say earlier off the air that he's in the military? No, oh, different. No, my, my uh, brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law's yeah, in the yeah, military. I'm not in the military, nor is my future wife. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm wrong on all yeah. counts. Okay. I th- <laughs> was in a, yeah, yeah, my brother-in-law serves. He's, I'm he's, trying he's to, in Hawaii. He's I'm in like, Hawaii. I'm like trying to be sensitive and he's make sure I'm getting everything patriot. right. Yeah, no. Man, man, I forget. You're, you're Ryan, right? I thought... <laughs> I thought... Okay, listen. I thought 100% that earlier you said... My boyfriend is in the military. I thought I heard those words. Yeah. And so I, and so I was I asking have. about it. That was when the gin started. <laughs> yeah. Now I found out your brother is not your boyfriend. Your brother is right. in the military. Which and your future wife yeah. is not. Right. right. Got it. Yeah. Your brother's <laughs> listening right now. He's actually <laughs> floppy donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan. That's my Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cleared up. Yeah, yeah. So there's... Holy matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Marriage. Marriage. Yeah. Marriage. Which is going to bring us together. Yeah. Oh, God. Are you having a piece of the Princess Bride in your wedding? I wouldn't wedding? be surprised. Oh, no. Honestly. Really? No. Um, that's exciting. Well, we may. We may. There may be Why not? some dirty be awesome. dancing Marriage. references. Nice. Classic. Very... That's your thing, though, yeah? <sighs> I hate to admit that's her it. Th- it's part. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to throw it under I her. I claim some Patrick's get... way. Dirty dancing? You're going to do, like, the lift up? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. She's coming down the aisle. She wants a little bit of... I shouldn't... No, well, never, never mind. There's a little bit of choreography, I think, maybe, to oh, her wow. dance. Her, you know, it's trying to honor the, the woman. Like, yes, honey, we'll do that. Of course. Oh, yeah. only this much. I drew the line. I, I yeah. wouldn't do it. My wife wanted to do it. I was like, no, no, no. There's no, actually there's... a pottery-making portion. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I chose that. Mm. Yeah. We did yeah. Uh, We did. Oh my the gosh. vows from the corpse the bride. King. Seriously? Really? Yeah. Oh, Have you seen the corpse bride? I don't know if you know. Yeah, I don't remember the vows. I have never time. seen the movie. Are you talking about when you got married? Yeah. He's getting married soon. Those are the corpse. To my bride. Yeah, we did the, yeah. the from the corpse bride. Those my my wife or my at the time fiance, his sister, was like, I would I want to do these, and I was like, okay, I don't care. I don't care. Like, what does it affect me? Yes, I love you, honey. No, it's not morbid at all. But it's it's like a it's like a, a thing. You can Google it. Somebody Google it. Uh, there's so floppy. We're looking at you. Um, <laughs> there's so many logistics to so much planning. Isn't it a I nightmare? Think I would just say yes to stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my Happily. gosh. Um, Thank you very much. Could you pass some tonic? Can you pass well? another piece of pizza? Oh, <laughs> Man, dinner and Heck a show. Yeah. Thank you. This is awesome. <laughs> but we're providing you the, show. Are the show. We got all sorts of tonic ah, and gin, so. so feast. You're the dinner. Um, the dinner the show. <laughs> wow. How's it feel to be the show? Thank you, sir. How's much appreciated. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How does it feel to oh. be interviewing your first <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I couldn't even get that out. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, uh, you missed a great moment while you were gone. <laughs> Where I assumed everything incorrectly. It gets edited out. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, this is what it says. With this hand, I will lift your Thank sorrows. You. Your cup will never empty, for I will be your wine. With this candle, I will light your way in darkness. With this ring, I ask you to be mine. Those were our vows. Huh. That's really lovely. It's a lot prettier than I would think a Tim Burton mm-hmm. movie mm. would be. Huh. I don't tell nice. you. <clears throat> now we're all eating pizza, so we're like, sauce, I hope wherever you are, listeners, <laughs> floppy dongus. Mm-hmm. Hope you're eating a pizza. Yeah, bless. Our one true. Uh, I hope you are eating. Mm. Maybe mm. not. Hey, Bluebee. <laughs> What's going on, man? 
Hey, bud, that's not a word. We'll take it. I'm guessing that booby was censored. Ah. <laughs> Got an L. <laughs> Got that L. What was this great moment I missed? <laughs> I thought that earlier, before, when we were talking beforehand, mm-hmm. that he had said uh, his boyfriend was in the military. I did hear those words. Oh, right? Chill. Maybe I did say it. <laughs> you yeah, definitely soon. said that, but what apparently his brother-in-law is in the military, and he is getting married to his future wife. I also heard that, so what? I was confused, were, oh, but man. I just defaulted to you were getting married to I do mumble wife. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend. It'd be weird if my fiancé was actually my... Yeah. Thanks, boy. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you haven't watched enough Game of Thrones. So how do you bring that? Up? Yeah. So how do you bring that up? You're just like, so what's it like being a gay guitarist in Nashville? <laughs> I don't like, like country games. No. <laughs> <laughs> they look at me weird. Oh man, but anyway, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to see how that organically came <laughs> up. <laughs> it, anyway. it came it was a little organic, it and was then pretty organic. <laughs> so when I last left, you guys had played a song. Right. And it was a good one. Yeah, it was a good song. And uh, we did post the links in the chat, which I'm sure we'll do This is what I wanted to say about this. I met a brand new friend today. She smoked all my cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Get rid of that bitch friend! What the (laughs) hell? (laughs) So that's... uh, First day she met you, she smokes all your cigarettes? (laughs) She's in it for the cigarettes, man. So it's funny. That line was the first thing that... I mean... In my writing, I'm like, oh, I got a first line that has to be the first line of the song. And usually I try to, like, put stuff before it or put stuff after it and try to, like, not make it that way. But that one just felt very, I don't know, it just felt very poignant. And -hmm. it's really funny because, like, even, like, my mom or people who know me very well have been like, you don't smoke. (laughs) It's like, what is that about? And so really that that is about Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. someone uh, very dear to me passing and... Not to like turn it set. Like our our music is very cerebral and introspective. You are making me feel like an asshole now. Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, my intent. That's our brand. <laughs> to be fair, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. Go, he we, is an asshole. We write so, weird fine. lyrics that people criticize them, and then we're like, oh no, but they're really sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's your whole bit. Your yeah, whole... and so and then we just make people uncomfortable, and so Perfect. we do what we can. But no, so it's basically the idea of, and I it, the the words came out of my head because I liked how it it felt. Yeah, and I'm not gonna finish the sentence. Um, liked how it's uh, how it spoke, hmm. and for me, finishing that phrase out, um, and like the rest of the song kind of flowed from there. It's very much about like I met this wonderful person. And she took everything I had, and I was like, okay, like, like bumming cigarettes is like a camaraderie thing. And so yeah. it's like, I bummed mm-hmm. all these cigarettes for her until she took everything, but I was like, okay with it. And so she took everything I have in the most beautiful way, and now she's gone. And it's just like, oh, that's a bummer, but it's also like the time we spent mm-hmm. is super cherished and lovely. So. Okay. I can't make a funny quip about you that. You can't. No, yeah. That's exactly what we do here. <laughs> yeah. They were American spirits. Yeah, they were they're, no. uh, Swishers. Um, the Swishers? Great. <laughs> this is exactly my knowledge. They're right. Camel, Marlboro. Those are all different things. Merles? Yeah. They're Merles. Merles? <laughs> I don't know what a Merle is. I've never heard of They're them. Alpine scented mm. candles. Sure. Um, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds I right. Know, I don't like know a, cigarettes. Like and I wouldn't wick. I'm okay with that, and I have no judgment against people who 
do. I'm just like, I mean, you can judge people if you want. Oh, let's no, be real. I never okay, judge. Let's ever, just be honest ever. right here. Let's just be honest. Everybody judges people. Oh yeah, everybody. Right. Judges everybody. everybody judges everybody. In yes, fact. I lost my nap. I judged you guys the second you came in here. Because <laughs> he thought he had a boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't know that at the no, time. That came later. That came that later. Multiple seconds yeah. later. Do you want another one? For, uh, sure. When you first came in here, I was like, I like orange amps. That's cool. Yeah. So that yeah, was good. Thank you. That was, was the first like, good I don't know that it, amp, folks. so it's probably a cool amp. Because yeah. it's like a hipster amp, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay, yeah. um, it's British. Yeah, but so yeah, everybody judges everybody. And everyone's like, well, I don't, I don't judge. Like, you're a goddamn right. liar. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely you judge. You can't think what they you may mean not externalize it all the time. Yeah, you just mean. keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should order a pizza. What they yeah. should mean is, I don't condemn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you don't judge, you're a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. But if you condemn, you're an asshole. Right, right, right. There you go. Exactly. Unless it's condemnation worthy. <laughs> Yeah, like can, there are things can, that should be condemned. You can mm-hmm. condemn, like, and we can genocide. That. That's yeah, fair. we can condemn that. Mm-hmm. I ju- it's judged and <laughs> We're going to <laughs> let, the, ho- let the hosts say what yeah. we can condemn or cannot condemn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, this is when we eat we our condemn? pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm about to make a swift... Uh, my, uh, Segway? Rogan oh. reference. To, that, no. that, that probably takes us to a bad direction, so I won't. But, uh, yeah. You may condemn things. Wait, mm-hmm. but only evil. How's that? But like, genocide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and mean, if you're mm-hmm. condemning somebody because you don't like believe in it, like, wow, I don't really like, like white t-shirts or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, condemn it to of, hell. Be kind about it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I don't know. There's tax. Unless think, you're right. Think, unless you're right. Like, yeah, exactly. You, like you can condemn people who believe in flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to have a conversation? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm out of the band. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like that, I both judge and condemn you for being a fool. No, Are you a fool? I'm not a flat earther. Okay, no. just checking. But we can still have discussion. C- to More me, hollow condemn- earthers. <laughs> <laughs> so, because um, that evidence is quite compelling. Yeah? Hollow earth? Act- we're not actually hollow earthers. I mean, I'm we're not actually- a hollow earther. The show is a decidedly tube earth show. Yeah, we believe in the tube earth. Mm-hmm. Very tube cylind- earth? Yeah, very cylindrical. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Like a tuber? Sure, like yeah, a, exactly. Like All evidence potato. points to Fibrous a potato tuber. earth. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Fox says we are long earthers here. Absolutely. <laughs> he knows. No, we are short earthers because we're all going to burn so <laughs> <laughs> oh you're i don't know what what uh, no what length you meant um <laughs> pretty long like pretty distance long. time i was th- i went to time and i was oh. thinking maybe all maybe all mm-hmm. wow getting real weird, real deep guys. real deep oh gosh you should hang out with us sometimes <laughs> we, we don't are go, now we don't normally get this deep until we drink way more liquor right, right we're being, yeah mm. we have to like bring happy people into our hangs because sometimes we go we, get, we go we deep get pretty heady mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, real yeah. dark I do that I mean because it's nice to find somebody else that wants to like spend time talking with, about that with, stuff yeah in the shit I don't know because I think it's important well yeah, yeah I mean yeah, yeah. In, I mean, you gotta in, find those people you gotta have the in the you shit gotta have it. Yeah. you gotta have it you gotta have it you gotta have it those people Not are great, but yeah, you can't have, you can't only hang around with those uh-huh. people. You can't only do that. That's just you depressing. Can't, you can't also be the person to be like, like sharing your woes all the time, uh-huh. and so because that's that's draining. It's draining, and it's a draining person to be around. And I think I've definitely spent time in that 
uh, pair of shoes of being like the drainer of just like ah. Oh. Like complain about this, complain about that, and I think it's like not a fun place to be. It's to not a fun, a yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're trying to buy myself new shoes. Go so. fund me, kind of thing. Yeah. That's fine. Um, okay, hold on. I got to address something very important. Okay. Uh, Floppy says, "So are you gonna slam down that gin? Or are you gonna lose your reputation as the whole bottle podcast?" Whoa. Now here's and, the deal. And is that <laughs> whose face is that? Uh, that's a it's an emote specific to Twitch. Okay. Yeah. It looks like it, it's like the sarcastic. It means sarcasm. It looks like Harry Houdini or something. Oh, from far no, away. No, it's like some. I forget the guy's name. He was like a streamer. But um, mm. well, here's the deal. I just mathematically that makes no sense. And let me explain. So normally three of us drink a 750 milliliter bottle of liquor. Mm -hmm. Completely reasonable to do, kind of. <laughs> depending on, on who, depending on who the other person is. True. Yeah, if they don't carry this their is, weight, it's a little. This is double. No, we've, we've done it even when they don't carry their weight, and it becomes a rough night. Uh, this is double that. We only have one extra person, so we will drink the equivalent. Mm. We'll drink one thousand milliliters yeah. of the we, of the, we do the milliliter. Yeah, exactly that much. We're All right. have a weighing at the end of the show. Right. Stick around for of that. Us. I thought about I thought about buying Water the regular weight. sized bottle. <laughs> So that that would not be an issue, but I was like, "But there's four. What if we run out? Mm. That would be sad. We'd have to end the podcast, right? Early. It'd be over, yeah. right? Uh, so yes, I'm just gonna say it still counts as long as we drink enough. <laughs> and look, we're doing fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm about ready for a second. I drink. feel like I'm carrying Dude, us well to done. victory right well, now. Oh, but you know, back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also. My shoulders are starting to hurt from carrying everybody, but. You know, I do what I gotta do. Is there non-melted ice? Yeah, there's a whole bag right here that's probably not melted. Pass it over here, sir. Can you get that through there? Oh yeah. I can't tell how far I am from the wall. Sir, please hold the wall. But yes, we're working. We're doing our best. We appreciate you holding us accountable. That is very kind of you. The floppy dog. You do well in Nashville. It was actually the five. I told. I mentioned you guys. We did a five-hour episode. Okay. That was the night we redeemed the whole bottle podcast. It was a bottle of scotch. And the thing is, we had drank whole bottles whole before bottle that. Of scotch. And oh, the thing is, we'd run out, reflux. but we had no time limit on episodes back then. So we'd drink the <laughs> liquor and run out, and then we'd keep podcasting for like another hour. And we'd be, we'd be like, we want more to drink. So we started buying a bottle and a six pack. Okay. <laughs> and that yeah. was the first night we did that. Natural and then the show went five hours long. So now we just buy a bottle and we leave the six pack alone. Floppy, that was for you. I'm pouring that one for you. <laughs> Gotta so, pour one out for the floppy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, put us back onto a different topic. Okay. Um, how about music? So anyway. Oh. Uh, oh, we don't <laughs> do that. We don't. What are? Uh, what is that? Yeah. What are you talking about, Karina? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, music, right? Am I right, guys? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I love Aldine. Cheers. <laughs> love so, Aldine. Oh. Uh, I love Aldine, man. <laughs> what are your guys like? Your vision for Safari Room? Like, what do you hope it becomes? What mm -hmm. do you want to say with your music? What do you want to do with your music? Oh my gosh. You like to raise cane? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I play way too much country shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apparently. I do. How many You're times better. have you played Wagon yeah. Wheel? Enough. <laughs> no. Good answer. Never, never. Just wow. I uh, judge you as cool. That, yeah. <laughs> wow. Misjudged. I condemn you to cool. Gosh, that's a that's a pretty vast question. Um, I don't know what. 
all the money. Chris is always like, you love opening. Chris is always like, questions. But like, what do you, what? And then he's like, well, what about this and this and this and this? And then he's like, all right. Um, yeah, Chris, could you please have some vision for Alex? I am the mom. No, but like, he gets wrapped up in the details. And like, that's <laughs> why we've made progress in a year that's, uh, to me, <laughs> pretty solid for an Details dad. are important. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But sometimes we gotta slow down and like appreciate the, the successes. No, yeah. Really good. And I think that's something that I uh, struggle with is the, the now moment. I'm always like, well, what's next? Like, what can we like do in two months? What can we do in three months? Yeah. Five months? Ten yeah. years, and so I think there are lots of milestones I see for the band in the next year or two. Um, but I think uh, with music as a career, I am looking for longevity, mm. um, and that's like kind of why I went to school. like Connor Oberst or somebody like that, just uh-huh. to name uh, anybody, <laughs> to, to name a person. Perfect, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, is it Bob Gibson? He's he's a He's a pitcher who lives in Omaha now. Not very friendly. Um, pitcher? Pitcher. Ah, sports. Mm. Ah, the sports. One of these. I, I too one know of the, the sports. One of these ones. <laughs> and not shot, but I can't do a full extension, viewers. Um, Is there a ball? Yes. To um, make the points. Exactly. The sounds? I've seen the sounds. Um, I, I saw have... a hockey one time. No, the sounds are definitely baseball. Have you been a... You... Stop sidetracking! <laughs> Tell us okay, about okay, cool. I see okay. what you're doing. Okay, this is my, this yeah, is my skill talk. set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw you're snaking your way in. I mean, we can... Longevity. I mean, how many Longevity. people are listening? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not accurate. 16,000. Yeah. Um, it's somewhere between 2 and 10. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, I mean... I don't know. Depending on... We have news to <laughs> announce probably within the next well, handful wow. of weeks. Yeah, I mean, so we are going to start playing out of Nashville. I think it's something that we're all very excited about. And so we have goals for that to be playing more consistently out on the road and being able to establish mm-hmm. n- not necessarily new homes, but more homes than just Nashville um, around yeah. the area. So right now you primarily play just here. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just play here. We've, mm-hmm. prob- we've played really consistently to get our name oh, recognizable. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> like I could, not that I can go to a coffee shop and people like, oh my God, that's the guy from Safari Room. But like, but I can say, like, they're like, oh, do you play in a band? I'm like, yeah, I play in Safari Room. They're like, I've heard of that. And that, for me, of, like, year one of the band was, like, a big goal just to get people to be like, I don't know where I've heard that or where I've seen that, but I recognize that. Because I feel like that's, like, a good place to start and, like, light the fuse. Um, but you're asking goals, not past. Um, <clears throat> I mean, wherever you want to take it, it's fine. I don't know. I see We're here us, to listen. Uh, we, we are focused on maybe a larger release right now of music um, in the future. I think uh, that's the- all of Safari Room's hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had a crash. A little bit of a one. These words will probably be edited out of the podcast. Yeah, we'll receive. <laughs> Thank you, Floppy. Yeah, he's not here. Um, humans were back. But so I can, the, uh, hopes I can and dreams back. Of yeah, Room, I think... Yeah. Um, being You're able just to telling sustain us about Connor Roberts influence <laughs> on your music. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> just but kidding. we, I think there there is a certain amount of like move forward with um, purpose and haste because time is of the essence, and um, we are all people with lots of irons in the fire, and so I think that's something that like is definitely a motivator <clears throat> to make something go. Uh, with purpose. Okay, and I yeah. think I've seen a lot of people kind of futz around with um, bands. And I'm, 
I think I sat a long time, not a long time, I was in a band in college that did decently well and we had a great time, but I wasn't leading and I think I was like, all right, if I'm going to lead this band, I hmm. want to like really kick it in, into high gear and Don't make go. it real. You don't want to be a yeah, hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, because that's always been, I mean, I've wanted to do that. I was in bands in high school, like this is what I want to be doing with my life. And so I'm like, well, why do anything other than be really serious about it? And mm. so... I think the dream is to just like really keep it going um, over however long it's going to last. I mean, like, it may be a thing that fizzles out after five, two, one, ten years. And so, like, oh. did you hear that, just, Chris? He plans mm. on fizzling out. Yes, yes. <laughs> Get out now. Gotta, Sorry, not fizzling out, but <laughs> like, like fun. needing to end for some. But like, yeah, because we don't that. know the future. Um, we could all just incinerate um, randomly. Um, sure, very cheery future you dream yeah, up. So, but no, I just think, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm keep making really great strides um whether it's start touring and like get better at touring and keep touring pretty regularly or like put a full-length album out um get people in uh stronger in our village that we're creating like managing and booking and stuff like that like all milestones that will help us to continue to like make really good strong uh steps forward and so i think just I don't even think I th- I can think a y- more than a year out. We have plans a year out right mm-hmm. now, which is that's a pretty like, long way to think for for. Yeah, considering most people don't absolutely. think a day out. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like it, for me that feels exhausting, but I know that it is also like it is blueprints for success or at least progress in a direction. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. That's the plan right now is just to like keep it going and make damn good music. And you'd asked about like what we want people to get out of it. And I think one of the main reasons I do music is for connection. Whereas I think sometimes socially or just because of the natural ebb and flow of life, loneliness and miscommunication and non-communication are things that we all deal with. And I think that's a really important thing for me as like as young 10, 13-year-old Alec is to be like, I want to communicate, whether it's to one person or to the masses. Like, That is why I'm doing music, and I think this band, with how personal the lyrics are and the stories that I try to tell and the moods and the tones that we use, um, is to try to envelop people and be like, hey, this is either comforting or it's um, it's helpful in this way or another to uh, work with whatever you've got going on and just be there because music is always... I can't speak for you, but like music has always been there for me, and I think that's the one thing that is really cool about music, is it like <clears throat> person A, B, and C aren't available. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go listen to music, and that is comforting. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's in a nutshell. It's not super focused, um, but that's kind of what we're headed for, or what I'm trying to steer us towards. And now that I've said it, like, what do you, what do you mm-hmm. think? Because yeah. I think that's it. It is, it is me. The horses and the carriage and everyone's like on it, but like yeah. I'm the one who's like let's go beating the horse. <clears throat> I'm learning because I'm that. yeah, and I think mm-hmm. it's uh, it, I, I'm actually even intrigued to hear like what you think about the right. future. Wow, you've never asked them before. Well, <laughs> that's kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this context, in this context, yeah, it's a purely physical right. playing, playing, playing. Right. Um, right. With two other people listening who will sarcastically mock you. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> about the man's future? Totally. Totally. I think that answer was interesting because you know it wasn't immediately the oh we just want to connect with people or we just want to play for lots of people or you know it wasn't just the what a lot of creatives say. 
You just uh, want to make a bunch start, of money. It's yeah. It started off super logical, and then you got into the creative, like what you want to do with art. Um, and I think that's why I almost have faith in wh- whatever Safari Room is, is because there's a balance of like really strong planning and and, and care about doing something well, and there's good art and like trying to write things that matter, write um, parts that inspire us. And, um, and I guess, so So I don't know if there's a way to articulate one thing that Safari Room's trying to do, um, but I think Alex saying longevity is a proof of like, we want to do this well, so it lasts and can take care of the band members, mm-hmm. but also we want to do good work, which yeah. I think mm-hmm. is a noble pursuit in any field, regardless of mm. if you're in an office or you're playing on a stage. Yeah, um, talk to me about that. Yeah, doing good work or yeah. oh shoot. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Didn't know we had follow up questions. Yeah, did you? Yeah, bring your, on. your thoughts, feelings on that topic? No, that's just like totally. a great topic. It doesn't. Totally you is. don't even have to directly apply it to Fire Room if you don't. Yeah, want yeah. To. doing good work. Yeah, <laughs> doing good work. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair to say that a lot of people, um, obviously, to, to reach goals, it takes a lot of work, right? And there's a lot of menial tasks that we go out go through throughout the day. Um, and, and, you know, however you find purpose in life, I think, um, an easy source of energy is, is kind of maybe a belief in, um, there's, there's honor or there's worth in just doing work well, especially if it impacts others. Like, even if you're serving at a coffee shop, like, man, do it well and like take care of people. And there's some value in that. I mean, if we're not, Mm -hmm. if we're not doing something to help somebody else, like why are we here? I don't know. So I guess that's just like a, a large scope belief I have about any work you do. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it seems menial or kind of shitty, like you can do it well. And I think Mm -hmm. there's worth in that. I don't know. And not that it's all about recognition, but I think there is recognition in doing things well. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to start with like, oh, it'd be like, yeah, someone better see me. <laughs> if they don't see you, they'll you hear you. Yeah. I just got iced. You got iced. Um, no, if someone doesn't like, it's not about like if someone doesn't see me doing it well. It is, I think there is some internal like doing it well like makes you feel better. I don't know. Right. I just like, because you're affecting people in a better way. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I, I was just... just Uprooted from my brain because the ice. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So I guess that governs a lot of. And goodness knows, I go half-assed on a lot of things in my life. Well, sure, because you're I, human. I'm human, right? As We're far as also, we know. And I think, like, as oh. as budding <laughs> talking to me, I don't know. As budding musicians, or as like, <laughs> yeah, as like people who are attacking the field from a lot of different directions. I know that I do, and you do as well. Um, we do a lot of other things, when are fortunate to do a lot of other things in mm-hmm. the field mm-hmm. of music that aren't necessarily Safari Room. And glamorous. I think that's, yeah, and like not all of them are glamorous, and that's great. Um, gosh, what is it going Are those things you want to share about or not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I teach <clears throat> lessons to people that don't, maybe, oh, don't, you don't take, be good. Yeah, don't be good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they don't see anything deeper about <clears throat> the guitar than just the instrument. They don't see like music as this huge the the the, the source of community that I do or you know, they sure. don't quite get that. And and so it just feels like you're doing a job for thirty minutes that you get paid for. But um again if you find some way to like love on them in that moment, which sure. may sound very I, I don't know, I just that's kinda how no, I feel. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we know that vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um they're 
that makes life feel a hell of a lot more fulfilling than like. And also because you don't know how you're going to affect them, you don't know if that's going to yeah, change for them in absolutely. the future, and you could be an instrument that causes that. <laughs> right. You know? right. So why do why do a shitty job when you can yeah. do your, what you're talking about? Yeah. Your yeah. best. Do your your best. good work. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah. like, work leads to work. Mm. And like, I have a job. Like, I'm a section leader at a church um, as a vocalist, kind of by trade. Um, I work as a vocalist, a section leader at a church, and. That has actually bared lots of fruit in other directions in my music career, like teaching and, and also just like wonderful friendships, but also like doing lots of composing and arranging and stuff like that, which I also do have lots of utility at. But like, what is a section leader? Um, I make vocals? sure that I sing my part right and help the, the older gentlemen around me sing their parts right to <laughs> make the choir sound better. And it's a nice church if you got that it is, yeah, yeah, and it is yeah. a nice church, and I'm so like super a, fortunate to have gotten what, what it. What church is it? Uh, Westminster Presbyterian over on West End. Sounds um, very I've been to like three churches. It's, 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 it's a it's very, Bristol. very beautiful <laughs> yes. church, and it is it's filled with very, very wonderful people, and I am super, super grateful for the opportunities I've had, one, to even be a part of the community, and two, to have all the stuff that's kind of spurred from that. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, if I was an a-hole and, like, I showed up half in the mm -hmm. bag, I, I don't think... Well, one, I wouldn't have the job very much longer. <laughs> two, people wouldn't look at me and go, like, Something wow, respect. that's someone who yeah. I can depend on. I'm going to yeah. try to, like, get them more work because I know that they have aspirations. And I think mm -hmm. that's a really important thing of, like, even though that's not the... That is not my goal to doing things right. It's like I'm gonna do this really well so I get things. It's just like I'm gonna do good things and like maybe some good will come out of it because there mm -hmm. are plenty of things that I do well and like we will do well in our lives and everyone will do well that you don't get a lot of return from. And yeah. so that's okay and that's just part of the. Well, it's like <clears throat> what are you doing here if you're not showing up and yeah. doing your best job and yeah, you're like absolutely showing up, enjoying the thing that you're doing and trying mm -hmm. hard at it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. doing your best like. Why are you here? Mm -hmm. I, I had a, a client who was telling me about some former uh, producers she was, had worked with and kind of how they had this mentality, and I think it's kind of endemic of a lot of uh, basic bitch producers, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that, like, their mentality is it's machine-like. Mm. It's like, how can I get the most songs done in the quickest amount of time to make sure that I'm making good money and songs are coming through <clears throat> and, and and I understand why people do it because the music is, there's just not as much budget as there yeah. used to be so they're like they're they're making an economic choice but they talk I this particular client said the words that they essentially like they were just trying like hey let's get it let's get on with it like let's let's get this done as quickly as we can like we get the band together yep. okay good we we have it let's be efficient let's move on let's get to the next thing and my my like epiphany in that moment that kind of like I felt like really summed up what I thought about it in a nice way I was like what the hell are we all getting on to mm. <laughs> like you got you moved here theoretically to do music like you're here in music to do music why are you trying to finish like you gotta yeah. finish as an artist yeah. that, that, that could be another thing you, you right. have to finish and, and we'll finish right but like what, what are you moving on to? Like, why do you got to finish this song right this second to move on to, like, what what's the thing you're trying to get to? Like, right. do a great job right now with this song. And for oh. me, it sounds like deadline, where it's like deadlines, mm -hmm. like, I fill my quota of your time, you're paying me, I fill that quota right. to the brim and nothing more. Which there is some respect yeah, to which looking is, at that way. Yeah, it's cool. As long as it's not just the only domineering Yeah, force. but if the money is the, and I was picking up what you are putting down, like, if the money is, like, 
the apex of why you're doing it, then it's There's like, all right, well, way better careers. Oh. Yeah, there's so many careers. Like, you like can go do so many, like, you literally everything. everything and make more money than a musician. Like, at least starting out right. a musician. And right. so, like, mm-hmm. I think if the... You can't always have your cake and eat it, too. Like, you can mm-hmm. be a successful musician and be broke. Like, mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And like very exciting future for you guys. Yeah, for yeah but no, no, but no, but like I need to be successful. Well, no, but it's like it's one of those things where it's <laughs> yeah. like I I read something like, and I'm not the biggest Mac DeMarco fan, but I have immense amount of respect for his career and stuff. Like I think he has still just like a, or maybe in the last few years he's upgraded. But I think like around like his second album, which I think is just called like two or something. I don't know. Um, he was like still living in like a pretty like normal small apartment in. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, maybe, so like, kind of rough living, and like, but he's out in a there. Very expensive area. Yeah. Is is Brooklyn. Brooklyn okay? Yeah. My knowledge of New York, maybe it's Brooklyn is like in is the, the in the distant past. Okay. We weirdly talked yeah. about this in our very last episode. Yeah. <laughs> in the distant past, Brooklyn was a more affordable place, and it, I'm sure okay. it's still more. In affordable the past, Brooklyn was like ghetto. Like but that's in the old now, movies. What's like hit. southeast? I'm looking at a map in my brain, and I can't. I don't know. I don't know. You okay. got okay. the geography so got, podcast. Like the Bronx is another. <laughs> okay, Bronx. Maybe yeah. it's the Bronx. So I digress. So he lives yeah. in like a kind of a modest situation. Yeah, very modest situation. It's like, but he's out touring the world, mm-hmm. and so like foreseeably has the career that a lot of us want. And it's like, but like you're still not making. You're not a cajillionaire. Yeah, you're not a cajillionaire, mm-hmm. and I think that's like. Like I said, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Sometimes, where it's like you can have this career mm, that you want, yeah, that you can, that you want, but you're not gonna have the money of a career that you would assume that, yeah. like, like a, I don't know, like a lawyer, and not that all right, lawyers right. make a bunch of money, but like, just, let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and Somebody's say lawyer or doctor. Like, we're actually having a lawyer also, on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. our next guest is a music That's awesome. yeah, lawyer. Two weeks. So, but like, Two weeks. so don't talk too much shit. <laughs> we're gonna have to really steer clear of the lawyer jokes. Yeah, that's okay. My that father's always a, my yeah, father's like, a lawyer, lawyer, so like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. they're all sharks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening. Well, right we now. we should. Um, I'm grounded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, b- before we get too much longer, we should do another song. Yeah, do another song. It's been like. 45 minutes. Yeah, we can do this time. <laughs> um, what, what are you going to play for us yeah. this time? Hey, well, I don't know why you keep bringing up the time, and I just realized. It's to let them know, like, hey, we were okay. the dinner, y'all are the show. It's been 45 minutes since you performed any show. I'm <laughs> 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 no, just like, well, sometimes we end up waiting, like, way too long. Um, and, plus the, and plus the last few guests we've had have all been... Uh, Master, mastering engineers, produce mixing engineers. Oh. So like, we haven't actually like, had live music on the place. show for like three episodes. <laughs> oh well, then this we'll is like, a, like this is a yeah. Like we a play some yeah, stuff they've okay, done. Cool. Yeah. 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 But <clears throat> live music on the show is definitely oh, man. the best part. A really chair outside of me because I'm the best part. So this is the single we released oh, before stuff. the last single. Um, it's called Around the Bend, and for us felt like a really good turning point I think in the yeah, band. Yeah, it was like the start of the new it was the first thing I recorded on mm-hmm. with the band so that felt good for me. Mm-hmm. We recorded um, the uh, we recorded the songs at the same session and just released them I don't know if many people know that but it's not really like we're not showing our hand too much um, uh, we recorded them the same session it was just a really cool uh, time to have because we were playing with a different drummer at that point and so it was Austin and Chris's both uh, their first 
experience recording and the guy who we work with Brandon Owens was at a different space so it was like it was very very new and very fresh I and solidify some uh, like as a unit group. And it was also songs that we'd played live beforehand so it was a it was a cool experience just to be like all right we don't need as many frills perhaps but um yeah so all right well we'll go ahead and <coughs> shut up and play <laughs> for four monkeys <laughs> <laughs> I'm through I don't have anything to prove I'm done And I've tried Hold you close, but now my hands are tied behind my back. There's nothing left to do. Oh,
And we're back. That's hey, my hey, line, hey, you hey. son of a bitch. Yeah, you wait too long to say it. <laughs> I don't wait for you to click on mute. All the cameras are good and everything's unmuted. Yeah, that's so you can cut out the silence in post. Are you guys brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Only in law. Only in the law. <laughs> the law is dictated so, and I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> so I actually want Thanks to so ask you guys government. about a completely unrelated topic. All right. Because we started to talk about it a little on the show. And we are streaming on Twitch. Okay. And Twitch, I don't know how familiar you are with Twitch. Unfamiliar. Completely. Um, is primarily 98% a gaming-based website. Mm. Cool. Now, I know they're trying to branch out pretty heavily. There are people who do like, just talking streams, travel streams, pod, a lot of live yeah. podcasts, talk shows and stuff. But primarily, it's a gaming stream. And mm. most guests we have don't play games because, you know, they don't. <laughs> And but you, when we were setting up, you mentioned something about Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, so. that's my favorite game. And so I so I was like, well, these guys know at least a game. Yes. And then um, you said I play lots. And yeah. then we said, let's wait to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Did we just become best friends? I mean, so it's it is. Gosh, I so, have a, a love hate relationship with video games because I grew up believing that. They, uh, wow, saying that the, they were the devil is not the right thing, but but like, um, but <laughs> like viewing them, but, I mean, viewing you're playing them Diablo, as like a waste of time. Yeah, right. And so, and and when I think I was in high school, that was the study. It was no like, oh, it's like, I mean, there's not really, I don't know how much there's like good about video games. You want to talk about waste of time? Yeah, but like people like they, waste uh, of time. Like it's like video games are a waste of time. They don't develop any growth or whatnot. Uh, and I'm like, I oh. mean, everyone on Twitch is laughing at you because there's people who are making half a million dollars a month right. playing so games it's, now. It's a fun community. <laughs> like, you it's fool. a fun community to be talking to because like, because like I feel ignorant as a part of it. But like, it's there. But they also probably know that that's a thing. Like people are like, oh yeah, video games are a waste of time. Like the bad mm-hmm. for your brain. They oh, make yeah. you go out and kill people. You hear that and so all it's time. like, okay, cool. I shouldn't be playing video games, but. I have found that it is a good way for me to um, completely unplug in the, which I know is not the right way. Um, but I'm a person who like I can't sit and like watch a movie sometimes because I'll be like, oh, I could do this. I could do some work while I'm doing this, or I could do this. Mm, yeah. So or, like, it's be engaging more senses. Yeah, it is more engaging, and like it's something that I feel like I can't put down. So I am too in, driven for your own good. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good. Bobby says he thinks they're more of a time sink than a waste of time. Yeah, I'd say time sink. Time yeah, sink. Time sink. That's like, a great term for it. Yeah, and I think I completely agree with that because I've I've spent an exorbitant amount of time on them, but at the same time, as I've gone through college and I was I'm really trying to develop my music career. I use it as like a okay. I need to completely disengage from all like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could be doing this, or I could be doing this, or I could be doing this. You need to chill and the just, fuck out. Yeah, chill the fuck out. And so like, I I use that as that way sometimes. Which my my self judging is like, oh, I should just go walk in the park, or I should go outside and do with nature, and or like, kill a bunch of zombies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's honestly a way that like we've. Uh, that's not like a vehicle for our friendship, but like that's one way that we are able to kind of get okay. together and just like completely de-stress. Is just so like, get together and like mm-hmm. play Nazi zombies, yeah, which yeah. is a great time. Classic. And you played old is, Nazi zombies or the new one. We new right I now. Call of Duty stumbled uh, across Modern Warfare Four or whatever it's called. Uh, I think it's Black Ops One. Modern Modern Weapons Seventeen. Sure, that um, sounds right. That sounds right. So <laughs> Call of Duty Seventy Four. Mm. Um, no, I think I, I got a copy from a friend who's a teacher and a kid left a copy of Black Ops 
three? I don't know. Is it new? Uh, new newer. Okay. It's probably it's four. Yeah. But so um, whatever it is. So I, don't I guess know. it's Flop not actually Nazi zombies. It's just zombies at right. this point. The classic yeah. was Nazi zombies. Not, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, we know right, about yeah. that. Um, three is math. Yeah, okay. he, he means he probably means is that four. the one. He means the current. There's like not the one that came out like like three years ago. Yeah. So the it's like Black Ops Three, and it's the one where you can turn into like the spaghetti monster. Yep. Um, yeah, like, blah, 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 and you, like, <laughs> open <laughs> doors and stuff. Yeah. Um, no, Nazi, no, no. Now, now, now to be, yeah, I'm be so honest play, yeah. with you. Call of Duty is kind of the basic bitch of video games. Oh, oh yeah. it totally yeah. is. Yeah. Do you play other games? I do. And I follow up. <laughs> Not really. Do you take pictures of yourself in front of murals around Nashville? No. Okay. No, so you're not the up, most not basic bitch. I am not a person. I, I don't know how you feel about pictures. I don't like pictures of me. And maybe that's hmm. a me thing, but I don't take many selfies, and I don't get oh, pictures. Oh, that's because you're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, and maybe not I, quite a basic bitch. Yeah, I suppose that's the case. Just basic. Just, or maybe just, just basic. A just a bitch. Just a bitch. <laughs> sometimes feel like that. You're just, just a bitch. Just, all right, <laughs> Alec, you're not a basic bitch. You're just a bitch. Um, <laughs> That's good for myself. So, well, right well, what, <laughs> well, what else? Well, I'm going to be processing this podcast so, in my counseling sessions yeah. for a while. I'll send you all a bill. Um, <laughs> uh, well, the last game I fully played was the new Spider-Man. Holy oh, shit! We love that yes! game! And that game reminded me so much, like, the best things about... Um, the Arkham games, <clears throat> like the Batman I never games. played Arkham. A lot of people like, told me I, I love should. the free world of that. But going even further back in my youth, Spider-Man Two, the OG Spider-Man Two for it. play, or maybe it was Spider-Man Three. Um, hmm. I think it was actually Spider-Man Three because there's the symbiote stuff. Mm. Um, and the Venom so, stuff. Sorry, yeah, Venom yeah, stuff. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah. But that was like the first open world game I played, Spider-Man 2 on GameCube. So it wasn't on GameCube, it was on PlayStation 2. Thank you. Dude, you are... Killing it. I know. Floppy's my dude. We're going to talk later. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, so... Yeah, so Spider-Man 3, like how open world that was, and the new Spider-Man is just like... It feels like that, but with just the best breath of fresh air. It was so, so good. good. And like the plot I bought was a PlayStation. Great. I'm a PC player. So okay, cool. I bought a PlayStation to play that and Red Dead. Red Dead that was the ex- too big for me. Those were the exclusive reasons I bought a PlayStation, which is a stupid waste of money. Totally worth it. Those games are <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. See, Red Dead's too big for you? It's too big for me. Uh, uh, you it's need, one of you those... need to be a better person. Well, I, I need... <laughs> <laughs> one of the best games ever made. You're See, fundamental <laughs> Yeah. You're, You're a broken man. <laughs> um, it, for me... Would defy my self control. That's what it's supposed to do. I know. And you're I supposed know to like get immersed in like and go like hunting spend, for eight hours doing spend nothing. Days and like <sighs> I value the things. I did about eighty hours for it. Little much. Days oh my god! I played. I was, I'm not gonna oh, judge man. that because like that's your. I'm not gonna yuck your yum. So it's like cool. Yo, well, thanks. I'm, to be fair, I'm I'm I also I stream games for like cool. I'm with both of you on this. So I'm for for context here, not a gamer. Okay. Played all the way through like 13, 14, wait, 14, 15, okay. when I joined a band and was like, I'm going to make this band big. Started playing guitar, and I've been cool. fully on music ever since then. So, But then, but then I brought that PlayStation, home. PlayStation showed me Spider-Man, and I beat that crap. Yeah, it's <laughs> like all we did. Like, Spider-Man was amazing. Now, to jump to Red Ted, I'm with you. 
That's too much. In the sense that uh, you were all in on no, Red Dead until you took a break. Yeah, you, well, I haven't, I haven't gotten to. Then you can't I'm, get back I'm in a blend you of you it was two. September, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the time go? So I jumped in Red Dead, and initially it was hard for me because of how open ended it is. And then I started getting the hang of it. I want to replay it. And then I got totally into it. And like you just said, I had this series of nights when I came home. You went on a trip, too. You went out of town. Before the trip. That's what ended it for me. So I was in a place just in my own musical with my music business where things, I was in a very hard time. Things were like, I was kind of in a more depressed place as a human. And when I would play Red Dead, I would be out in the sunlight, riding on horseback to the most beautiful countryside, and I'm like, fuck, this is what I want life to be. I escaped into Red Dead, and I had nights where I just, like, I stopped following the story. I just went off and hunted the mythical creatures. Yeah. There's, like, a list of legendary creatures, yeah. And I, like, I went and hunted, like, eight of those things across the maps, and I just had my own little good Mm. time. Started gambling with some people, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> killed you know. some fools. Yeah, know. just like was uh, outlaw, really right? kind of getting into it. Yeah, and then I went on a trip. I drove back to San Diego, and actually drove through beautiful country. Uh, and yeah. um, to be woke fair, not as, as person, beautiful as the game. Let's be real. Just, came a little at this point. Four, not, okay, not in full bad. 1080p, right? <laughs> came, yeah. came back. Like it kind of honestly, the trip trips for me, cross country trips, kind of like bring me back to life. Yep. And after that, I was a happy person again. And when I got back, I was like, you know, I kind of don't want to get into Red Dead because I kind of don't want to go back into the escapism, even though I know I'll like it. Yeah. And you also have that association. That's some bullshit. You've you've like, you've like (laughs) built an association too. So like, it's very possible like you would go back into that state if you were doing what you were doing to escape out of that state. I don't know if that made any yeah. sense. Yeah. But like, you might not put the same yourself- time. I'm not in the same hard time that made me want True. to escape. So maybe it'd be better now. And it wasn't bad. It was just like it's just like I'm. I feel like I'm with both of you in the sense that I'm like it is amazing, and I loved. Ended up loving the open world, and I could totally go back. And I don't think it'd be unhealthy, so to speak. But at the same time, I'm with you where I'm like. But I'm really focused on my music career and driven in this, yeah. and it's <sighs> hard to want to dive into that stuff. But here's yeah. the problem: when is when he was on his this. trip, I went and played and finished the game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and some crazy shit goes down. Yeah, and you missed it all. I couldn't tell. I can't tell him about it because he never finished the damn game, and I can't spoil it. But he's never gonna play it again. <laughs> it's a long ass game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, not really to not to go on a completely right, red dead. Yeah. But yeah. Like, if I had all the time in the world, I would love to play more video games because I like I do get a. So really... what else, what else do you so play? You I'm, said you play a bunch. I'm currently playing um, Wolfenstein Two. Right. I like that came the out a, Wolfenstein. That came out a while ago, didn't it? It did. I'm a. I heard it was I'm good, a cheap but short. bastard. And nice. so I will buy games that are um, a couple years old mm. because then they're like twenty, thirty bucks. As opposed that to sixty, like a lot. it's still a lot. But like, yeah, or I'll get them like you. super used for like mm. ten. And you're or, on console. Yeah, I'm right. on console. I'm on PlayStation it's, Four it's right a now. Tougher, yeah. But I, I, I'm in no rush to play any new game. That's mm. how I kind of feel like. There's no new I game. Doubt that it, I doubt it. Floppy. You guys play Dark Souls? No. Yeah, highly unlike that game's <laughs> hard as fuck. Yeah, I think okay. I wouldn't have the patience for. It. I get very frustrated with mm. games. You don't want to play Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, but, so I played yeah. that. Um, I played. Uh, it's a game that you actually would oh. come over and just watch because it was pretty freaking scary. And cool. I love horror movies. 
Mm. And I think I've gotten to a place where, like, the horror movies are either, like, too gratuitous mm. or, like, not scary enough. And so I was like, how about an immersive horror video game? Mm. And so I was playing The Evil Within 2. Okay. And it was stellar. And I had a great time with that. Um, and I'm mm. kind of like, oh, I kind of want to go back, like, through, like, the Resident Evils and, like, Resident sure. Evil 2. They've got was the new Resident Evil not long ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's cool. And so I think, I don't know. But I think dabbling, or not necessarily dabbling, but just, like... Yeah, every once fun. in a while. Yeah, and what, I think it's a good way for me to totally. What you should try out since you have a PlayStation. It's PlayStation exclusive. I'm not to be fair. I have not actually played Uncharted this game. Games? No, I've heard Uncharted stuff's good though. Oh yeah, I've put all four. They're awesome. <laughs> I, I've, I've not played any, <laughs> but um, I've heard this is one of the best games ever made, and I'm waiting to play it because they've announced number two, and I want to play number one right before number two comes out. Mm. But it's called The Last of Us. It's like a oh. Yeah. oh that got you? Got you right in the heart, huh? That's my favorite game of all time. Everyone says it's amazing. And I, I it have is... it. I bought it. I'm just waiting you should, until no, I hear that release stop date. Stop waiting. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Everyone says that. Or in like you can play it once and then replay it. Because I haven't had a console for so many years that when mm-hmm. I got a PlayStation, I only buy PlayStation exclusives, you know? Yeah. And I've heard it's that is one of the best games ever So made. stellar. And like I'm a big plot nerd, and so the plot for me is wonderful and compelling, and I like that a lot. I mean, it's beautiful to look at like it's a great it's a mm-hmm. well crafted remastered game. since they remastered it yeah so i actually yeah. have the remastered that's what version. i bought but so I, haven't, I, haven't um, I never played the original um but i played the remastered and like it's a good story and like it just feels good to mm. play i don't know okay so you're your plot nerd are you like a movie guy yes big movie yeah. guy, I'm like movie guy. Yeah. have you seen the you movie too? whiplash no he is i have yeah. I have choice feelings. My roommate, I was really hurt by the way you said that. Uh, <laughs> especially given that it's one of the, the best notes. fucking movies ever made. Really, you think I loved it. Okay, cool. Oh my god! Now, do you feel free right. to shit all over no, it. No, 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 no. Right. Shit all over it. Let's now go. Let's all over it now. tear it up. I, <laughs> on team choice feelings, we have Alec. On best fucking movie of all time, we have Jerry. Let's go. I mean, I actually, I, I said some choice words about it recently to my roommate, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Dude." I love this movie. <laughs> and I was like, all right, never Find mind. Find a new place to live. Yeah, I was like, get out. Um, so so what did you not like? I, first instinct, really, really did like it. I watched it mm-hmm. sophomore year of college, so maybe, I think it was the year it came out. I watched it like six months ago for the first time. Cool. Okay. So I, I, so had, different. I didn't watch it when it came out at all. So I think I've seen it twice. I watched it a second time, and I think I liked it less. But Ugh. I've had lots of like terse music experiences okay and maybe my experiences aren't quite as terse as other people's but i feel like that one it it was just so aggressive and not necessarily i don't know i don't know i just it was very compelling and i love the the human spirit of it sure so you have Um, no real reasons why you don't like it i no. it's it's not that i don't (laughs) like it it's just i don't like really like it it's not a movie that i go to so i'm like I'm more intrigued with why you love it so much. Okay. Well, I I don't I don't rewatch movies much. Okay. As is frustrating to Ryan and everyone else I hang out with, because I'll be like, I've already seen it all. Yeah. I'm very very picky when it comes to movies. I'm so picky, and everybody hates it because I don't want to waste my time watching some bullshit. Yeah. I research movies. I look into them. I pick good shit, and I'm never wrong. For the record, I've never recommended a movie, and <laughs> it has not been good. Never seen a bad movie. <laughs> oh, I've seen some bad ones, but I never recommend any. Gotcha. And anytime I hang out with a group, if I say a movie is this a good movie, like it's going to be good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they don't believe me, and they're always wrong. Uh, which, if you can think of one that I've recommended that has not been amazing, feel free because you're probably a fucking liar. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, and so I don't rewatch movies very often because I, I don't know. I consider myself a visual uh, entertainment professional. Okay. I watch TV real good. 
Uh, awesome. <laughs> I love that. And, but when I saw that movie, as soon as it ended, I was almost like, I want to watch that again. Yeah, and okay. that, that never happens. Just like the drama mm. and the and I and I am a little biased towards music based movies. Cool, I, because I just like you know that thing you do, mm-hmm. rock star, the rocker. Any music based movies are gonna be love great. Love that thing you do. Uh, oh, everybody really? loves that. Everybody loves that thing you that do. Mo- that movie is very much like yeah. candy, like candy for me, bro. It is but it's like awesome. it is the. It's a great movie. It's the music. It movie. has been. We, we used to cover it in a band we were in. A recurring inspiration for me over my music career. And actually, and this is a different story I won't tell right now, but actually, like, you know the moment where the drummer gets with the band and he speeds it up a little bit and they're uh, like, what the fuck, you're ruining the music yeah. for a second. And then everyone loves it. And it's like, no, 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 trust me, this works. I literally did that with the band I produced once. <laughs> literally jumped on the drum set and was like, I'm going to do that thing you do to them right now. And that yeah. same and thing happens in the rock better. And it's their favorite song. Mm. And it's uh, first or second best performing on their Spotify. Heck yeah. And uh, I literally had that moment where I was like, this is the deal. This is the jam. Yeah. And hold that thing you do. Also, weirdly, was thinking before you guys came here of fucking with you. This joke doesn't make sense, <laughs> so this is why it didn't do it. Okay. But I was thinking sure. about announcing you guys as the O'Neaters. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> shut up, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that thought came to my head. The O'Neaters. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I think I was just planning on. I think it's funny to mess up people's names or bands yeah. on. Right. Most on most purpose. people can't. Yeah, yeah, most people can't hang with that level of sarcasm. Right. Like, uh, I was. Do you know who Chris Kilala is? He. Is he a comedian. He was like a drummer. Kilala. Oh, no. I think that's how you say his name. <laughs> uh-huh. He was a drummer of a band called Jesus Culture, like a big oh, worship yeah, band. Right. Okay. And he has his own solo thing now, uh, or for like for a while. And the other day, the uh, drummer I had on this session played drums for for him on his okay, cool. on his solo album, and so I was talking to him, and I'm like, "Hey, I saw you played for the uh, Chris Koala sessions, <laughs> which is what I call Chris Quilala. Yeah, and I love it because to me, first of all, it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Second of all, it's cute. But man, Chris if somebody Kuala, doesn't pick up on the humor, and third of all. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh. So that's what I do. I just think it's funny to call him Chris Ko- right, Koala. Right, right. Yeah. And so many people I say that to correct me. Oh, no, 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 it's Quilala. And I'm like, or, and I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering it now. But I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, I'm calling him the wrong name on purpose. Koala. Do I have to explain my humor funny. to you? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I like that. And so, uh, so I, w- I was thinking about purposely like ruining your band name as a joke. The problem is most people can't hang with that level of humor because then they're like, yeah, but we're, not the, we're not the safari rooms, well, bro. Like, uh, Let me correct you. Tonight uh, on the band we have Jabroni Doom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gentlemen. I can't believe we don't like Whiplash that much. Sometimes it's like just get on my level. It just it's just like the, it's a great story, great drama, great drum scenes. You but like, that ra- ending, though. That, that ending, ending was ro- uh, most one of the most amazing. Come on! <laughs> just done. <laughs> you make sure we watch it. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying maybe you were drunk the first time. I don't know. You can have any reason. Alone in my dorm room, I think it's Now, have you ever drummed? And did your roommate drum? Yeah, I mean, I was on. I was in my marching band in high school, and we like. On um, you did the drum. I was in the drum line. Nice, dude. Me too. I was in the drum line. Yeah. So, What'd you play? I was a bass five, then four, then two, then two. 
You want a drumline, Ryan? I've known so you for played, so yeah. many years. I played yeah. a 32 inch bass drum huh. my freshman year of high school. Nice. It was way too big for me. Um, but uh, that's how you enrich your toxic masculinity. Hell yeah. Um, sure. Is you get a giant drum and you're forced to run around on the field. Of so, how do you feel about the movie Drumline? I, wow, I hate it. <laughs> that's fair. Wow, well, I, I don't fair. throw the H I, I mean, around a lot, but that movie's garbage. It, 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 I enjoy it, but I also recognize that it's not a good movie. Yeah, and like, and it's also like when you're in a drum line, and not that like we were, I mean, we were cool, I guess. Like the drum line people are looked at as very cool. We were also super clicky, and in retrospect, that is super. Uh, not cool. Um, <laughs> but, like, people are like, oh, you're, like, drumline, right? And it's, like, like, high, like italicized uh, drumline? No. We're not, like, <laughs> like, the movie, For no. the record, not cool in California. <laughs> yeah. Is, no, is it, it cool other places? places? Maybe it's cool. In, I mean, I think people thought it was really cool Wait, in Nebraska. Wait, hold on. But like, like, when you were in the drumline, yeah. was that cool? Yes. That was cool? Mm-hmm. Not cool. Oh, you'd get the like, shit kicked out of you. Way cooler than so marching band. Yeah. Yeah, we like were like... Like any the other instrument. Cool, yeah, we were like the cooler people. Know, like it was like the, the front ensemble was very cool, and like we were very cool. And like the saxophone players were really cool. No, 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 not at no, all. What a nerd! I think it was like, like the yeah. Look, guitar is cool. Everything else is not. Nebraska. This is so it might be different. I don't know why I believe this, but I believe Nebraska is a much more football centric. Well, I mean, the Cornhuskers. I don't even know what that means. So sorry, the like. State University. Yeah, State yeah. University of <laughs> Nebraska-Lincoln, like the Nebraska Cornhuskers were... It's a horrible name. Yeah. It is a horrible bad. name. Um, they were really good for a long time, and then uh, they've like not been good yeah. since. It's and like, my, been to like three coaches, so yeah. It's, so it's it was a big deal? Like people love the Cornhuskers. It's like a big I, deal. I think like the, my general vibe on like... That kind of that Midwest side of the country, yeah, and also yeah. Texas. All in a college, college yeah, right. yeah. Texas right. its own thing, and yeah. that kind of part of the country is like all about football. Yeah, and drumline, you're backing up football, aren't you? Yeah, it was yeah. very much like we would joke. That it's like, well, the football team needs to get off the marching band field because we'd honestly like we wow. rehearsed like every morning for like an hour and a half, and like would have rehearsals oh, three times a week. So like, we were a pretty prestigious drumline in the state of Nebraska and like sorry not drumline marching band and we like traveled to like bands of America competitions in St. Louis and Indianapolis and like placed very high so it was kind of like a badge of honor kind of yeah. thing <laughs> that we and like it's we cultural, won like yeah, we won drum culture. captions and stuff so like we were wow. really good um, and for those listening to the audio portion, he did just brush the dirt <laughs> off his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I did just I did buff this my shoulder, yeah. <laughs> and also, there was no detectable dirt on his shoulder. Yeah, right. so. so his brushing just for was, show. was insane. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a weird OCD. Yeah, you're fine. There's no yeah, dirt on your just, shoulder. It's like a habit. Just Alec, always, you're like, fine. You're just brushing your shoulders are the, clean, man. You're always you're just brushing not, stuff you don't have to do this. By the way, yeah, you're not a fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Can I just say... Oh, Jewish God. I'll be over for free. <laughs> Can I just say, I'm really proud of you, Ryan, for saying Alec every time you've said his name. Because mm. last time we had an Alec on the show, I called him you Alex. called him Alex every yes. time. And every time he was like, it's actually Alec. Oh, he would, resp- he would uh, <laughs> correct uh, you? Yeah. Every time. A little I don't bold, correct. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> also, kind of weird he's had two Alex. That's not a very yeah, common that's name. that's very strange... Yeah. I was, that's why I was like very shocked. Like, I'm... I'm usually people's first Alec they've met, and I'm oh. usually people's first Nebraskan they meet. Weirdly, the first Alec I met 
was get this full circle. Like Alec Baldwin? A guy I played oh. football with in oh. elementary school. Nice. Weird. There's an yeah. Alec in my elementary school. He's a very poor sport at basketball. Mm, it's a more common name than I thought. Yeah. But Our second, Alec second Alec on the show. Too. Maybe like <laughs> third or fourth Chris. <laughs> yeah. We've had, yeah. seven, we've had a few Chris's. Yeah. He's that yeah. kind of piece of shit who'd brush his shoulders <laughs> off even if there was no dirt on his shoulders. Who like throws <laughs> board game boards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it, but want to. <laughs> Mid-Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I, cr- I, I crush Monopoly, yeah. Do you now? Oh, do you? Oh. I feel These like we need to get a Monopoly game yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. I just, Sorry, we're actually gonna have to cancel the podcast. We're, we're gonna play. Well, we played Monopoly for the first time going together. Here where me and Chris like, are ago. interested in the dynamic between it's true. you two. It's true. <laughs> it's like, okay, go at it. Like, you Fine. hate Whiplash. You think this you can beat Monopoly? It's like a bad married couple, or maybe a good married couple. I don't know. It's a lot of bickering. <laughs> As a man with a boyfriend, you would know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm almost This there. would work, but it would be not great. If you're just tuning in now, Chris does not have a boyfriend. He has a fiance who is a female, but Jury thought he had a boyfriend earlier. Yep. Which As is... you've heard recently on the show. <laughs> I'm just, if they're tuning in now, I'm just clarifying. Yep. I, I did. I, that did happen. Right. Because he told me he did, to we be got fair. Through it. Yeah, I mumble a lot. It's, fine. It's, fine. it's been years since I've talked to other people. <laughs> you're sitting here basement playing guitar. Yeah, yeah. a full decade. Not very well. <laughs> just oh, practicing wow. wagon wheel. Like over and over yeah, again. Practicing wagon wheel. What's your sweet wagon wheel? Mine? I think it's one five. Damn it. I'll never be Slash. <laughs> to be fair, their band does hate Slash, so we've already established that. Yeah. yeah, if you're just tuning in, we are avid uh, anti Guns and Roses, Mumford and Sons advocates. Wow, you know what? Actually, I love. I like Mumford and Sons. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Wait, I like Mumford and Sons album one and three. Yes, one three. Maybe three is the best. Wider mind. Ooh, interesting. I think <sighs> that's a hot. I, yeah. I do think it's a very. Small I think one's the best. Yeah. No, one's great. Oh, okay, one's yeah. great. You're right. But three became a rock album. Okay, it, cool. Yeah, and hot damn, did they kill it. Good. Oh, that's the what's Dip, what's track Dipman. three? Oh, uh, what's track three? Yeah, the wolf is track two. Tompkins. Yeah, Tompkins. Wolf and then, so believe. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that intro. Oh, it, it comes to that bass like that doo 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 and then it cuts. Oh my god. Da, 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 that song, happens. like I was kind of done with Donford and Sons. And then a, a, a friend of mine was like, but listen to this though. Right. And I was like, I'm all the way in. Right. 100% in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I love oh, that. Oh my goodness. Uh, I I, that's what took me out of them. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Now, have you heard it's the new album? Writing. I feel myself I disconnecting from you. Every time I only heard to it. like a track. The first track I heard sounded like a CCM song to me, and 100%. it took me right out of mm-hmm. Mumford. And yeah. I don't know why they did that. And it had and in the lyric video, they made a lyric video, and it was all like pictures of waves and leaves of grain and like it's like Planet Earth, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, what? I think that was like I, I heard somewhere that that was like a big inspiration. They're like, you should listen to our album while watching Planet Earth. Really? And I was like, what? That's cool. That's kind of like weird. that's like another thing that I've heard artists do. So like maybe if you're high, I do, you throw, I do throw respect their way for like. Trying to like reinvent themselves because I do see, you gotta, you but every it. album I do though? see their sound became so trendy and then became completely untrendy mm-hmm. within the matter of their first two albums. Right. Now they were the first people I heard of that trend. Yeah, they were yeah, the, the very they kind of were the groundbreakers. Of that yeah, trend. when I I heard that first album, they made I was like, this is super again. cool. True, true. And then everybody else ruined like it. Pop folk, like pop Like half the people ruined yeah. it, and there was like a bunch of really cool stuff, and still is like cool stuff coming out. Yeah. 
But like, and then it's just, but then like, so many people did such a bad job. I feel like I heard a lot of bad. There were good ones. There were no, there were there were a lot of good ones. There were a lot of good ones. Seeing people like them, Lumineers. a lot. Oh, Punch Brothers got huge, and they're Punch they're a different level. I, of I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Punch Brothers. Oh yeah, really? yeah Punch Brothers. Level. They're like. They're and they full, got a like, great documentary. They're like five people performing really? acoustically during shows. Like it's one Chris mic in the middle. No, who even cares who else it is? Because no, he's good enough on his own, so and they're all level. good too. It's and like they're just amazing. The arrangements are yeah, and like they, they tried do to really blend cool. classical and bluegrass. Okay, yeah. well maybe you can help guide Something. me a little because Something. so I, I definitely lean on more towards the rock side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I like things to be a little more rocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when, like preemptively when I was listening to your guys' music ahead of time, I went I was like, what's the most rocking song first? Yeah. And I was like, uh, and that's it. I don't yeah. remember. Hold on, it was my phone. I don't know what it was yeah. called. I don't know which one it was. It's probably the antelope. But I, but I was like, okay, this is cool. This is rocking. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of my foundation. That's your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. By and the way, so, I just want to point out: every time you say rocking, you sound to me like our parents' generation. Fair enough. Yeah. This yeah. is rocking, guys. Yeah, this is good. this is rad. Yeah. So I, so I definitely lean that way. Yeah. Um, and so when, so like when I hear so much of what people put in the same genre of Mumford and Sons. And I hear it and I go, that's not rocking at all. Mm-hmm. Mumford Sons, even even in their first album, which was very acoustic-y. But this, that's a Very dance. rocking. Yeah. Man, you get like, like little Iron Man. Was, a lot of stuff oh, like yeah. driving, yeah. yeah they and were I, from rock bands. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they picked up folk instruments. And then they were produced by the same producers, the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah now, I like a lot of not rocking stuff, too. I don't know his name. I just know that he know that. produced mm-hmm. the Arctic Monkeys. And one of the things they did is they purposely sped up songs yeah um he the producer pushed them to speed their songs up faster than they did them live because seeing them live they had all sorts of energy and people were super into them but it didn't translate so much on a recorded medium and so they really really pushed it and like he drove them into a more rock territory because that was his orientation what a good move what a great producer is yeah yeah so, so the thing about, um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. There's a lot of cool things with Mumford and Sons, but it's like they, we, we were back in the year 2009. <laughs> uh, we were, no one was listening to anything like that whatsoever. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. It was, little it, Lion Man came out, right? I remember awesome. when that was on MTV. Yep. That, I remember like as a kid watching. That song just, I love that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Because the the perfect placement of a curse word gets me. Yeah, yeah. And that song they delivered nails it. It It just has that just that umph that you need. Oh, you felt it. Yeah, yeah. But so what I'm so what I'm saying is so like so like the Illumineers. I'm not a huge fan. I I don't. It's good stuff. It's just it's not my jam. I feel that. Same thing with um, what's what's his name that everybody loves so much. And I'm like, I don't get it. You're no no no. Boney Vare. Boney Vare. I cannot get it's not in the same category, but but he started in it. But yeah yeah. But I'm just I cannot get into Boney Vare. Like 22 million Boney Vare. I don't know. No, he <laughs> I've listened to like every, every song I've heard. Of I've been like, is a new artist. Yeah, which <laughs> is really cool, and I, I have a huge amount of respect. I mean, like I was saying, like about Mumford and Sons, I have, like I may not be on this like I might not be listening to them or like digging their stuff, but mm. I do appreciate just like the leap of faith that artists like that take, and maybe it sure. is calculated. Absolutely. Maybe there is like mischievousness behind it of like oh this will be the perfect formula that will be Mm. like the best band again but I think like there is a lot of like courage to just have a new sound yeah, there and is. Oh, like, I don't and I feel like, like a lot of time it doesn't work well how about yeah a lot of time it doesn't work but like like, when it does and it locks in you're just like 
thank you. Right. Like, yes, yeah. that's so fresh. Yeah. And that's why, like, Bon Iver is super cool because, like, his albums are all very different. Um, oh, man, when it doesn't work. <clears throat> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't work. know if you guys listen to this. I not be your genre. Any, like, prog rock. Mm-hmm. But really. I listened to Coheed. Back in the day. Yeah, I listened to a lot of Coheed and Cambria. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I, yeah. I, I loved Coheed. And then there came a certain point in their album where they got the much like the rainbow more. rainbow in front of it? Like the circle? Year of the Black Rainbow? Yeah. That was like their, that was like kind of a transitional album. The Last Breath, yeah. And after that, they got like way too into the metal side and less prog rock. Gotcha. And I was just like, they're trying to reinvent this new thing and it doesn't work because all their previous albums were based on comic books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That they wrote, right, 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 and like that was yeah. so cool. And now they now they try to reinvent. Now yeah. the comic book's over, and it, it just doesn't work for me. And that's so sad because I love Coheed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like I as someone it's who's such making, a risk. As, yeah, but as, as as someone who's making music too, yeah, like it's like well, we're humans too, and like everyone's going through changes like outside of yourself and so like yeah completely reasonable. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, and you should evolve. Yeah, you should. I mean, like I look at. I mean, I'm not a listener of Madonna, but, like, damn, like, she's, like, one of the big ones who've, like, drastically evolved over That's her embarrassing. career. <laughs> right. That's embarrassing. Um, and, like, uh, I'm looking at Lady bargain. Gaga right now, mm. who's, like, doing a really amazing mm. job of um, diversifying her catalog. And I mean, like, shit. We're looking at, like, pop artist Miley Cyrus. Mm. I don't listen to her music, but, like... Party in the USA, ha- though. But that she's song? got, like, a very, the like, like oh, the guitar tone. Time. It's hot. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm like, it's, a uh, <laughs> Party in the USA, no joke, for as much as a piece of shit as it is, is, like... Don't you insult Party in the USA. It's it like is a great one of song. my favorite pop songs ever. It's amazing. Okay. And I love it. So, so, so let me ask you guys, given the things I've said about the, my music tastes, which are very brash, and, oh, yeah, uh, and if I insult people, I don't care. Um, what of the genre, of, of, the, of, the, of, of like I said, the indie genre, which, which is so genre? broad now? Man. We have, we're actually learning that we have very different music tastes. Um, you too? Yeah. Okay. So very we're, doing, we're doing a little content thing right now on our um, Instagram <clears throat> that is... Uh, Kind of like what we're listening to right now, mm. and it's it's always fun to do stuff like that because I don't like we don't sit in each other's cars very often, like listen to each other's music mm. and stuff, and so it's fun to just be like, oh wow, I didn't know you're listening to like that's like, like the entire li- basis like, of me and Ryan's to, friendship. Uh, so <laughs> I had so oh, you list your hey, top bathroom five, or, like give an idea of your top. Five so my top five um, that I was listening to, uh, I'm a huge fan of the band Elbow, uh-huh. and uh, Mike. Unreal fan of Elbow, <clears throat> and I've gone pretty quickly through their discography, and also found that Guy Garvey, um, as a lyricist and a vocalist, just is very inspirational to me. But he did a solo album, so they I always track... have that little guy on the records, right? Yeah, and so I had um, I had uh, one of his songs on there. I had a track from Nora Jones's um, new mm. album, which I think was a huge step out for her. It's short, but it's fascinating and very cool. Um, and I think she's doing a cool job. Like she worked at Danger Mass a couple years ago, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so Guy Garvey, um, Nora Jones. I have a band on there, uh, Fontaine's DC, which I learned of. Uh, one of my favorite bands right now is called Idols. It's a, it's a punk band from Bristol, and I saw them twice in a year because they're just badass and doing the best. You showed um, them to me, didn't you? Yes, I just. What, what are they called? Idols. I D L E S. Just like really really fucking good punk and like important music and important messages they talk about like there's songs about like uh, 
toxic masculinity and stuff, which, like, I don't feel like people are really talking about, and I think that's important with, like, the whole Me Too movement and, mm. like, this, like, weird flux of, like, gender stuff that, like, we talk about. Like, thanks, hey, it's, like, possibly because, like... I don't even know what he said, but thanks. Men are, like... We're like we're forcing each other to be what we're not supposed to be. I digress. So Fontaine's DC Idols inspired me to listen to Fontaine's, and then a band called Here We Go Magic, um, which I really like. And then I can't remember my fifth. But yeah, okay. So let me let me ask you. Yeah, it's cool. uh, Here We Go Magic. Yeah, yeah. They have a song that stays on the one chord the entire song. It's like four and a half minutes. Oh my god, it's just awesome. So so if you had to recommend me a band, given what you've learned about me in the last two hours. I'm so bad at this. Um, yeah, but that's why I'm making you do no it. Hey, both of you, either of you. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> what? Well, so. Uh, you want? Yeah. Pro- well, give me some. I what used to you? love. Um, Protest the Hero used to be one of my. Protest I was really the hero? into them. They're a prog, uh, Canadian prog band. This okay. was like when I was in high school. Five okay. years. Yeah, I guess I'm younger than. Um, yeah, I was into them. Okay. <laughs> that's like a prog band I got. Well, well, well what about like why don't okay? Eight, I, I, I don't listen to a whole lot of prog. My favorite metal. That was, but I'm thinking like okay, if I'm thinking like along the Mumford and Sons, more rocking, more like Isbell. indie but Jason rocking. Isbell. Oh, I, I know. It's fair. Right. I, just, I already know. I already, I already know. I already know yeah. Jason Isbell. Um, I don't give me some. Give me some out. I'm really putting you on the spot and also killing all your answers. I like. <laughs> I I love and I know people are kind of. I have some friends who are not as happy with this new album as opposed to her older stuff, but Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle. Uh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. loved her newest album, and it's the only album I've ever listened to of hers, and I, I will go back and listen to more of hers um, because I was enthralled with it. That Brandy Carlisle. Okay. two blocks down the street. Yeah, I think so, yeah, and it was just a really, really cool album, and... Really beautiful and wonderful songs. Okay. Um, I will write that down. I have a list of a few things I'm looking for. She's, yeah, she is just like, and as someone who like went to school to kind of hone my voice and go there for longevity is what I, I wanted out of the school mostly. But for to hear someone's voice just sound like it's about to shatter at any moment, I'm like, how do they do it every night? I just mm. I, and I have the utmost respect for her, and not that she's like doing anything wrong. It's just like that's just awesome because if I were to sing like that, I don't think I'd like last very long. I think my voice mm. is kind of tender in that way. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Well, tender boy. Oh, we okay, we are. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. What are what are your five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where it's interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah. we come together in Spire Room, but like, I work a lot in the country world. Mm-hmm. So like, my number one not number one song, but of my five was like a deeper cut from Marin Morris's new album called Great Ones because mm. it just like hits. Um, and then uh, two of my songs were like uh, a mix of like CCM and gospel. Like I play in a predominantly black gospel church most mm-hmm. Sundays, and I just have gotten. Oh, which I can tell. I've gotten really big. Like I just love oh the lines, the the five string bass shit. Like it just feels mm-hmm. good. It hits. It, the congregation's <clears throat> moving. And, like it just it's a really powerful thing. Which church? So, uh, Strong Tower Bible Church. It's up near. Uh, I've heard it's, of it. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, up the hill from the Granny White entrance to Radnor Lake. It's like right oh, up that okay. hill on that, that entrance. Yeah. I have a gas station African-American there. friend who is trying to, he's like my teacher yeah. in African-American culture. Yeah, yeah. And he is trying to get me, well, it's been a while. It's not that I'm refusing to go. He intends to get me to come <laughs> to Black Church One Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, and I intend to check it out. Yeah. So I think it, the, the vibe seems entirely different. Like everybody's into it. 
Like right, everybody's right. like talking and mm-hmm. yeah, and, and yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I think that's one of the ones that he wants to take me to. It's a beautiful place. Like whether you want it for the religion or not, like just a lot of love and mm-hmm. um, which be for honest mo- emotion. You know, it's what you want. You want. Yeah, you want from church. You want community. Yeah. And like yeah. that yeah. should be present. You think. That should be predominant. If they're doing what they're preaching, you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, right? I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know it. Um, I, I can talk about that for hours. Mm-hmm. Wait. So but, number one was what? Marin Morris's Maren uh, track, Morris. yeah, Num- yeah. So number two was Black Gospel song. Two, yeah, it, well, I, so I had like a Kirk Franklin tune called Love Theory. Mm-hmm. I had um, So Will I, which is a Hillsong cover by like a, a, a black group that was performing at some like summer camp. There's a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. The guy, did you watch the? Bless you, Wales. Oh, man, it, wasn't it powerful though? It's Wales, yeah. The dude it's loses amazing. it in the middle. Yeah. His voice is. Anyway, um, and then I had uh, a Jason Isbell tune because I'm not a songwriter. I play guitar. Like, it's just what I am geared towards. Um, but his writing is some of the first where I absolutely am in the story when he tells it. I just think it's gorgeous. He takes mm-hmm. me to a place that's simple and but strong and very vivid. Um, and the fifth tune, I don't remember. We both okay. can't remember our fifth tunes. I think there's some good memory. Yeah. Um, but it, so it's. It's like amusing because I almost came into the, this indie rock band with a little, a wee bit of insecurity because yeah. I'm like, shoot, I'm used to like, I've trained myself to be the guitar player that is versatile and can make a, deserves the check he gets because I can play, I've played for musicals, I've played mm-hmm. in country bands, I've recorded for pop albums, like just different stuff. And then do the indie thing, it's like I need to be a texture and I need to be. Like you need to, like, you need to speak from your experience yeah, and like yeah. your musicality and as opposed to like worked. trying to fit a mold. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Which is weird. And that's been a yeah, cool I thing. Know. And I, and I remember reading that insecurity pretty. Um, you saw. Pretty. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I'm pretty, pretty I'm well. But I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, and that's also something that I was like, well, I mean, it makes it interesting for you. Oh, like yeah. as opposed to no, like it's, it's a, such a getting nice someone change. who's just like used to being in like sixteen different indie bands. It's like well, they're like they're used to just talking that same way and all the stuff they do. Mm. So getting someone and like working with someone who like is maybe not used to that like a fresh perspective. Same. Yeah, absolutely. Frankly, you, prob- you probably cool. have better chops. <laughs> we are very different guitar players. I don't get to use my. I don't use my chops in this band. Like you know, it's different. Like I think extremely melodically versus mm-hmm. I need to show off. Yeah, mm. it's there times. Right? Like, I, I, I miss. I kind of miss yeah, guitar players showing off. Like yeah. I can play. I, I'm not a. I can I'm play not a show, guitar I'm not a shower. Yeah, uh, I'm not primarily a guitarist, but I, I I can get into like that place. Right. Uh, you probably have the chops to where you could do whatever you need to do. And then now you're in this band, which means yeah, 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 which yeah. means that your training allows for it. You've you been. can bring in some cooler stuff mm-hmm. when it when it fits. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's you have a, a better toolbox. Yeah, like than your average indie I guitarist. I hope so. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think play, no, I think that is definitely an asset. If you play gospel and country, yeah. you do. I'll throw some <laughs> yeah, like, rhythmic like school. groups of five or you know, I'll do stuff. Yeah. That's um, definitely so. a thing. And like <clears throat> We're also just very, like I was saying, like we're just very different guitar players. Because like I almost mm-hmm. went to school for like jazz guitar. I was wow. like serious enough about it that I was like, I might just go and go to UNT. Um, I went to, I was either gonna go to UNT, Berkeley, or oh. Belmont, and I so know. I, yeah, I went Apparently to. Ended up at Belmont. <laughs> ended up at Belmont because yeah. <laughs> I wanted a, f- a well-rounded college career. Oh well, um, well, yeah. well, I got something. <clears throat> um, 
But if I didn't go there, I wouldn't be here. Um, so I've got to be grateful for that. So I want to – I sense you're trying to do a thing. I'm going to ignore that. M- and me? Yeah, I, I feel that you're trying to go to somewhere. Oh, I'm trying to get him to play. I'm going to say we're going to play on the song. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I sense that. No, I don't want to do that yet. Uh, there's been this this you and Alec dynamic <laughs> of battling on your movie tastes and, well, and et cetera. And uh, as Chris has began talking, I'm like, okay, I see it. I see a kindred spirit here. I want to. I want to open up Chris a little bit. And, uh, now, I actually have something very specific I want to ask, talk to Chris about. Okay, go for it. Not weird or not controversial, but I'm gonna do it my, right near the end. My homosexual okay, okay. relationship. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> so let's unpack that. I've had something. I've had something on my mind Chris, Chris since like a, the moment you walked co- in. Chris is a country guitarist who plays for a black gospel band. Who's in a homosexual relationship <laughs> yeah. in an indie band. <laughs> like, he's like I, you're a very diverse I man. I cook for people. I <laughs> and, and he's engaged I mean, to a woman, and that's really like. He, you are a man of contradictions. When you run for president, this podcast is going to come out. It's going to ruin you. <laughs> My mom worries about me. She does. Yeah, it's fine. All of our moms worry. So many direct questions, but like, uh, whoa, Chris, what drives you? What drives you to do music? Ooh. And uh, what 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 possessed you? Let me maybe here's a cool yeah, question yeah. I've never asked anybody before. What was your like? Or do you have a moment, a decisive moment, where you said? You know what? I'm going to go to school for music, which you're either not very worldly or you understand as a young person. Mm. You either didn't know or you understood that that's a bit of a risky decision. Right. And there's usually something that gets you there. Like I had a moment myself, like as you're thinking, where where I realized, you know, I think I'm going to go to school for music, even though there's a lot of safer bets. Like I have time to try to do this. Did you ever have like a moment, or maybe several moments, or right, yeah. an influx point that got you to say, you know what, I'm gonna move to Nashville from Ohio and go to school for this and try to actually do music as a career? Like, what what led you there? What gave you the fucking balls I, to be willing to do I, something I, like that? Right? Um, this sounds super. Moving prim- out of yeah. east of Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This sounds privileged to say, but I had such a, a secure family that was willing to just be like, okay, you love this instrument. Try it in school. Um, wow. I did not. That's like the opposite of everything I've ever heard about musicians trying I'm to pursue something. Lo- I'm super fortunate. So what That's I had crazy. was a strong foundation. You're a goddamn um, unicorn. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... For the podcast listeners, I, he just made a horn with his. I mouth. did, I did, <laughs> and a, an associated unicorn week. sound. <laughs> yeah, my, my show runs through Friday. <laughs> anyway, um, man, I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into until I moved to Nashville and started gigging. Because I didn't really play gigs east of Columbus, Ohio. Mm. I was the, I was, um, I did the sports in high school and all that shit, the social stuff. Um, but I practiced my guitar at home when I was done with homework and sports. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just what I did. Um, and then I come to Nashville, and I'm surrounded by people that, uh, in my specific uh, little sphere of Belmont, kids that were the same way and absolute dorks about the guitar and were, like, sharing, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, like, you can play this note. It's like the sharp 11. And just, like, stupid music shit. Yeah. Um, but we were super dorky and into it. So I was there. I work those kids every day. Right, right, right. So immediately I'm like, oh, there's community around this. And I was pumped. Yeah. And so that was stimulating. So I practiced hard and I was um, kind of moved by my peers. Um, and then as I started a gig, I just realized, like, 
I grew up thinking I was like an old man because my my sisters always said like, man, you you are like an old soul. Like you're kind of kind of <laughs> lame, and I and I accept that, and like I kind of I am, but like. There's nothing that hits me. We think you're all right. Oh, bless you. <laughs> but man, I don't know. There's nothing. You know what? It's shit like that saying yeah. bless you that reinforces the whole thing. I know. Oh, cool. I get it. I, I embrace it. I embrace it. Yeah, yeah. But it's just nothing has hit me like, like there's two things that drive me in life. And it feels like it's like one-on-one connections with people. Like I love hearing people's stories. I love mm-hmm. talking with them. And then it's like playing shows with people and I love that little rock star feeling whether it's even if you're playing like cover songs to a crowd of like 300 people like it's still a party and I love doing that mm. yeah. um, or if it's creating music with close friends like that's powerful too um, now, did you ever have a moment no moment you moved here not not that I'm moving oh, on to okay. a new, new Never mind. <laughs> did you ever have a moment it doesn't have to be one specific memory mm. but did you ever have a time where you saw the level of talent here and went, oh shit. One hundred percent. Yeah, tell oh, me yeah. about that. Somehow I like stuck through it. Um and I still kind of there's a part of it every day that hits you and you're and there's mm-hmm. it's very easy to let the I'm not good enough thing in. Um but I think I also have such good friends here. And and, and be, I guess it's like a testament to the fact that like I've been able to make a living doing this since I graduated school, which blows my mind which that is been insane that much i don't know how i mean i'm not putting a lot in the bank but i'm paying bills um i guess i'm able to look back that back at that as a testament of like okay if you work hard you get your shit done you're prepared um you have good tone you play well but you don't need to be a monster at all to be a working musician mm-hmm. um and so i've calmed down on that whole like i'm not good enough thing so um, as a plot whore let me take you back looking at Alec like really strongly. Yeah. <laughs> you just call me a plot whore? <laughs> you, you called yourself something similar. True. Yeah. yeah. Plot Maybe snob. you didn't say whore. I'm a movie snob. snob. A movie snob. I'll, As a I'll plot, go ahead and dude. Let me, let me go back. To plot let me go back because we just yeah. got a little bit to like some, you got to the resolution. But let me go back. Can you tell me about the conflict? Like, can yeah. you tell, do you, what was it like to face the feeling that you might not be good enough or yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth or like other totally yeah what was tell me about that I feel like I was almost was that when you first moved here is that later in college is that um I don't think I got confident in my playing until I was even like a junior in college cause I finally started getting hired for gigs that I was like shoot like I was selected for I just got some really cool like summer gigs mm-hmm. that I was like okay and that was they the, recognized that was the my, validation. It was some validation. Because um, I acknowledged there were players that were better than me, but like I had a re- reputation or I worked hard, and somehow I got this stuff that I didn't think I was good enough for. And then, and then you enter that performance role, and you perform, and you're like, okay, I can hang. There's a lot of, like, once you do it, you realize, I can totally hang, mm. right? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a, I have a good enough year. I can, I'm not that much of a dork, you know? Um, but <clears throat> the conflict, man, how, how did I handle it? Um, I feel like I used... I wouldn't like shy away f- from it. I would talk about it openly. I would like make little insecure, self-depreciating jokes. Our yeah. drummer is really good at calling me out on like, saying self-appreciative things because yeah. I do that a lot. Uh, so I don't really know what tactic I use. I mean, I have my own. Well, here, like maybe this is this is something that might be good yeah. for other people out there. Is like what what did that feel like? 
even not like how did you overcome uh-huh, it, but like uh-huh. what did it feel like? Because I think it's always it's always great to hear somebody that's good say that they felt the same things. That, yeah, yeah, you know what is, I mean. It is like helpful. we all feel like we're pieces of shit under the surface on some level at some time, right, right, or that we don't measure up, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it felt like I didn't deserve to rest. I felt like I needed to be hustling and practicing man yeah constantly um have i gotten better at that but yeah partially it's because of like my fiance and just like she works an office job she comes home and she rests and so i've kind of learned like like there's so much there's value in just like taking care of your body obviously we kind of go down the shitter when we just only work i've seen that with my own health um yeah um but yeah there's a pressure to always hustle and always be digging into your craft even, and I think in that process, man, if you want to be like healthy mentally, I think you have to remind yourself that the world is so much bigger than your craft or your career. It yeah, goes yeah. back to the beginning. What gives what we do value? I think it's if it loves on other people. Do I think that my obsession with building my career as a guitar player always loves on other people? No. I think it's selfish a lot of the time. Um, but I hope that other parts of my life are somehow benefiting others, you know, or else if I'm just spending my time gigging and spend being at home practicing, that's not the most fulfilling life. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I'd be a happy human if that's all I was doing. So, so it feels, it's intimidating. It's inspiring. I think a healthy way to get out of it is to remember to go outside and take that walk mm-hmm. and just see that the world is bigger than whatever project you're obsessed with at the moment. And you could take the walk or yeah. ride a horse in Red Dead. Ride a horse. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I have those moments all the time where yeah. I just, where, it, I don't know, it helps me and it also hurts at the same time, but I think it helps ultimately to realize when you're in like the absolute slums. And, and my, my thing's a little different because I work with artists and for a, a, spe- a span of time, they're my obsession and then it's the next one. And you guys are kind of in one project the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I don't, know, I don't know how that exactly translates, mm-hmm. but I will say like, you ha- I have those times where you're, I'm just down and just like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then I have these weird moments where I see other people or realize just like 99.999% of all humans have no idea that this project I'm working on even exists. They don't know what I'm going yeah. through. <clears throat> they don't care. If it turns out great, they won't see it, know it, or appreciate it. If it goes terribly... They're not going to know. They're not going to care. They're not going to judge me. Like, what I'm doing is affecting so few people. Mm-hmm. I think you mean condemn you. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, no, and, I think that's... And it, it sometimes, and I think that just goes along with what you're saying, yeah. and sometimes it's interesting to realize, like I heard uh, Boney Vera, the artist of the hour, by the way, genius of our time. I heard. <laughs> I, I heard him in interviews. Turning on lots of reverb is not genius. Just saying. <laughs> That's a, listen, listen to his new record. It's not like that at all. But it's fine that you don't understand culture. Uh, <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, in his interviews for 22 a million, he kept saying things like, <clears throat> and if I can do his voice, he's something like, these are just music songs. Uh, we just shouldn't put too much. Mm. I'm just making music songs here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> And a little bit, he's self-depreciating, and he's Midwestern. 
Yeah. You guys know. We know. Yeah, you know you, people. <laughs> you, people. Yeah, no, it's a thing. Yeah. It's, totally a thing. it's a it, cultural thing. There was the self-depreciation that at times I'm like, okay, but like, you're kind of fucking amazing. You're sort of a genius yeah. a little bit, so I don't know how, like, when you self-depreciate that level, it's kind of like, all right, bro. But that kind of genius can't tell themselves that they're geniuses. But it's, it, it is way better to be a self-depreciating genius than to be uh-huh. like, a, I'm a genius genius. Like Kanye West. To go full mm-hmm. Kanye. Hey, Liz, thanks for the raid. Thanks, everybody, for coming over from Liz's channel. You're awesome, and we love you. Hi, Liz's people. Huge shout-out to Liz. Liz, can you give yourself a shout-out in the chat because you have the power to do that? <laughs> That's so weird. Shout-out yourself. Or Floppy, That's can you, exactly you shout-out Floppy? <laughs> I'd rather have a self-depreciating genius than an arrogant Thanks, genius. Thanks, Liz. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Yeah. But sometimes when you have somebody who's really, really good and they just act like their crap is meaningless, so it's true. a little bit... The power... <laughs> sometimes, and this, I don't, I don't want to go down this road necessarily. <laughs> I remember you Sometimes, sometimes, pride and humility, or like arrogance. Switch. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. 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 Or arrogance versus like complete like self depreciation <clears throat> can be almost the same thing. Right. And uh, but anyway. Yeah. All that to say, that's a being prideful for free. about being humble. Yeah. Yep. You're like, I am humble. I will strive I'm to be humble. So like, humble. What the hell? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm the humblest person I know. Yeah. For sure. 100% humble yeah. and absolutely all nothing time. else. Yeah. I've encountered people. I see what you're trying to do. I'm try- I've yeah, I'm saying for all the new people who came here, <laughs> you want to hear this band? I want to, you want to hear these people play music because hey, that's what you're here music? for is the freaking music. I'm just glad right. that this conversation hasn't been on me because we know I am like. The most self-deprecating and like you are the most humble, arrogant, I'm, humble man in the. I am the best at like putting myself down. But here, do you want to hear a song? Let's hear yeah. a song. more than anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that while oh, you set up. Sad. I'll say this: you got a great voice, man. Thank you. Don't put it down immediately. I oh, I love that you immediately said thank you. Thank great you. job. You're working wow. on it. I'm not believing it. I mean, no. I'm now, af- after the it's song, we have a very important question to ask. We do, as and well I have as a great idea. As well as I want to discuss. Uh, specific, not serious thing with Chris. Marriage. Wow. I'm not gonna lie, it's all about your pedal board. Oh, <laughs> man, that's cool. I don't need to talk about it a lot. Oh, I love we, I love pedals, man. Nice. Oh, I need this. Oh, don't worry, Liz. You didn't miss the question. Uh, the question? Can you do the Pro Tools stuff? Uh huh. I, I do want to to wrap up the last thing we said. As yeah. We uh, get the band here. Although I kind of forget where I was going. Don't be a butt. Yeah, man, don't be a butt. I guess that's what we were saying all along. If you don't think you're a butt, you're probably a butt. Oh, the the wider summation of what we're saying was simply... You've... Sometimes you have to, like, come up for air. And understand that, like, as much as the problems you're facing, I, I sense this. We're talking about this in a musical way, but I think this probably applies to everybody. Oh, for sure. The problems that are we obsess over, and that are like the core of our existence, and that are like the dire conflict we're facing. Right. Most everybody else right. doesn't even know it exists. Right, right, yeah, right. and they're also dealing with their like everyone has that same issue too. Like it's uh, yeah, and it's a different thing. Yeah, everyone's got their own shit, and I think. Um, Taking a little bit of the power out of it is helpful sometimes to kind of yeah. gain um, empathy. empathy and like clarity in that of being like, hey, kind of, and I was about to say like nothing matters because like kind of nothing does, but like that's very 
vague and right, right, right. De- well, super like, nihilistic of you to yeah, say. Yeah, super nihilistic. But it's like, but there, but there is like. Uh, it's like nothing matters and everything matters. Yeah, and it's like you have to be able to put yourself in check with that, and really hyper focus on things, but also be able to take a step back and completely disassociate because otherwise you can kind of dig yourself into holes that the human mind really you shouldn't be doing. Like I think because everyone can dig their own holes into their own craft or their own life, and I think that's that's something that I I know that I struggle with personally, and so it's just like. Hyperfocusing is good to a certain point, but that can go so far so quick. So, hmm. yeah. wanna play a song? Yeah. yeah what, what are you gonna play for us? A song that is. Um, I hadn't played <clears throat> until like this afternoon. Where I was like, "Oh, we play that song." Yeah. So we each picked one and then agreed on the uh, on the third one. Um, and this is the one I picked because this is a song that Chris and I played. Just the two of us at our release show last year um, in July. July. Yeah, late July. And so it's a song that was off the very first EP that we really do not play anymore. And depending on our trajectory of the next year, we'll probably not be on on Spotify or so, uh, digital streaming anymore. So if you can download it, rip it from the internet or whatever, go ahead and do that because it'll probably... He just gave you permission to steal it. Yeah, go ahead yeah. and I steal our that. music. We, you know what? If you have it and you like it, that's what matters to us. So come not to sound... Tour. Yeah, come see us on tour. Um, we probably won't play the song for you. It's called uh, North of Now. Yeah, the song is called North of Now and it is about... Uh, it's kind of a lot of stuff we're talking about. Um moving forward even though shit's hard and that's a pretty um, cut and dry way to put it but regardless here it is run for the light at the end of the dark hallowed road Side, step forward and leave it all behind. Mm-hmm. A flicker of light guides you along your way. A moral compass north of night. North of Oh, how our minds will 
We're and we're back. We're back. Um, man. So I just listened to headphones. I haven't been listening to this whole time. Yeah. Um, there's a little dirt off that orange amp. That sounds. Re- I love the orange amp dirt. It's just is a little so bit crunchy. Good. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got when you hit that first strum. You got that like crunchy uh-huh. little. Cr- like you don't have that to add, good. You don't have I like to add that. a lot to it. I, I really I really like the orange amp sounds though. I've lo- I've always loved orange. I'm trying to make an and uh, if you've just joined us, yeah, feel free. Feel free. Of now, because I think these chords are by Safari Room. <clears throat> as as one of the members of the restroom. Chris, you talk about that song even though you. Oh, I don't know anything about it, bud. <laughs> you talk about that song, even though you're a piece of shit. <laughs> well, this this I'm might just be words in your mouth. This in way. this case, this might be a good time to. Uh, oh, so, this is perfect. I thought we should separate them when we ask the important question. Oh, you're yeah. right. Okay, let's ask him before he. So gets we have it. a question that we ask every guest. It's the most important question you ever answered in your entire life. Yeah, okay. there's lots of buildup, and we go on and on and on for a long, long time about so how important it is. So here's the deal. <laughs> if you had to choose, and you do, and you do. Now, the important thing about this question is it really comes from your heart. Okay. This cannot be a head question. Right. This is not mind. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. This has to be a, an instant, okay. quick answer. Okay. Okay. If there's delay, okay. I know you're full of shit. Okay. Because everyone has an answer. Right. And we need yours. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. All right. We ask every guest this question. I'm okay. just going to peep. Uh, just make sure. You can't at see, Alec I'm King or what are you? Just make <laughs> sure that Alec doesn't come back and get the question spoiled. Oh, cheers. So yeah. if you had to choose, and you do, and you do, <laughs> what would you say is your favorite kind of turtle? Oh, a uh, snapping turtle. Snapping turtle. Okay, now we've heard snapping before. Do you have a reason why? <laughs> that was a very quick response. No. That was quick. I really that appreciate well the done. speediness. I yeah. knew I had to answer. Oh, this is heady. I knew I had to answer quick. And that's how we know it's from your heart. Right. <laughs> now, what, I've spent a lot of time with turtles. What happened in your heart? I was like, have you really? What a a lot of past? people we've talked to have turtle experiences. Right, right. I haven't. We had a lot of groundhogs growing up, not turtles. Okay. <laughs> so, Snap is the only one you know? Yeah, well, Ryan from the corner, and you do. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, on the move, and you do. <laughs> Man, um,. What other kind of turtles do you think of? If I'd ask, we've you, heard what? all the turtles. Yeah, oh, all of them. Oh man, we've Everything heard so many from answers. Donatello to green to, to squirrel, all the turtles. Donatello's good. Squirt. Yeah, sure. okay, but that wasn't from. Okay, no, we can't tell him what the thing was. Yeah. Well, we've never pee. done it like this Whoa. before. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. yeah, now you pee. This while is we new. Ask. This is yeah, new. Woo! This is a new bit. Maybe time to time to piss. Time to pray perfectly. Okay. Gets a good. Yeah, can you say it? You got it. I believe in you. Come further. Come further. I'm gonna go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crusader. Oh. Musical chairs. So I know. Oh, been at this for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Given given that you have been reading the chat, I'm gonna move it down here so you can't see. Oh, it's that kind of thing. Okay, so... We have a very important question for you. Okay. Now, here's the deal. We ask every guest this question. This question is actually one of the reasons I first had the idea for this show. Okay, cool. Very important. Something to take really seriously. Okay. Uh, so, So, here's the thing. If you had to pick... And you do. And you do. Okay. Now, now the big thing with this question is it cannot come from here. Okay, it's a, it's a. And for the people listening on the audio version, I'm pointing to my brain. 
<laughs> it has to come from the heart. Okay. Here. That's right. I'm tapping my chest to signify my heart. Okay. <laughs> that which now what that looks like in practice is quick. Okay. Yeah. If you stop and think about it, I know it's not real. Oh, now I'm nervous. And okay. this has to yep. be real. Okay. And now Chris has already answered He this answered. Question. We asked him while you were out. Was it beautiful? He uh, was very it, quick. It was good. He no. was quick. One of the quickest answers I've ever heard. Okay. Wow. So I have something to live really up to. Really on his A game. Yeah. Okay. Now, now you can, I'll say this. It'd be very hard to beat him on his speed. It <laughs> wouldn't be that hard to beat him on his answer. That's true. Okay. That is true. His, his answer it, was, was a pretty middle-of-the-road answer. It was middle-of-the-road, but it was okay. so fast that it made it good. That was impressive. I was but impressed by his speed. Yeah. Okay. But, so you, you, you still have a real chance His wife maybe as well. Yeah. But. Wow. <laughs> but right. so, okay. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. From the soul. Okay, from the soul. Everybody has an answer. Okay. You Even sh- if they don't know it. Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm getting more and more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you had to pick. And you do. And you do. What would you say is your favorite kind of turtle? This is embarrassing. <laughs> I can't even think of one kind of turtle. Wow, this is this is embarrassing. Wow, I've want. never heard someone take this long <laughs> in thirty episodes. What is your favorite kind of turtle? A snapping turtle. Oh my oh, god! Shit. I don't know oh, any shit. other kind of turtle. Oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? First of all, that was the same goddamn answer. It was the same answer, but nine hundred times as long. But he said it instantly. Yeah, kick him off! Get him out of here! He gave the same answer, but he took like 15 seconds to give it. Wow. <laughs> Is there no other kind of turtle? Like a ninja turtle? Like Michelangelo? That would have been, been fine. Michelangelo okay. would have been a fully original answer. I was, I think that like Michelangelo would he probably He froze under pressure. I, out of all the things that I could have possibly thought you were about to ask <laughs> Sorry, me, Chris the word turtle came right out now. and I went... I don't even know what a turtle is. <laughs> the chat is raging. Oh my god. They Get him out of here. They didn't give Disgusting. a shit about our music, but god, do they love turtles. Wow. You know what? Wow. Floppy Dongus, we, I guess, are not going to be um, communicating <laughs> later. <laughs> he said, get out of here. Wow. That would have been a great answer. Okay. So I will say, that w- before the show started. I have no idea. Kemp's Rid- hey, um, what is Kemp's Ridley Turtle? I'm super, is that like I don't know Ridley what Kemp's Ridley alien? Turtle is. Or, I don't- it's soft shell and snapper. I've not heard of a soft shell <laughs> He's okay with yet. Not so happy, Doggy says we can still We've talk actually gotten later. the answer okay, painted cool. turtle. Reconciliation before. is sweet in the ways. I appreciate that. Now, I will say this. this before we were starting the shows, we were just like talking, hanging out, whatever. Off, offline, you specifically mentioned how, like, you don't do well with open ended questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, like. Case in point. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you were right. I, was, <laughs> you know, I confirmed. I know myself just so well. Yeah. I, I'm just yeah. saying. No, so you're you're an analytical songwriter. Look, you wrote a song about like some deep loss in your life, and you wrote it about an abstract friend that never existed that smoked cigarettes that you didn't smoke, and that made sense to you. But you couldn't pick a goddamn turtle. Yeah. But no, 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 no. I'm saying that's in in alignment. Like you're yeah. this kind of artistic I'm thinker guy. I'm so here oh, really? so that's that I can't think here. I'm well, just, well look, you can't think not, about not to destroy your, your soul. Sea turtles. But out of we've had thirty episodes, okay, about I was thirty-five the worst. guests. No, not the worst answer. Oh, no, but you were the slowest. Okay. The slowest. Oh wow. No which, one's taking that. Which, one. which you which, might have been the fastest. Wait, 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 wait. 
Seriously. Huh. Turtles are known for their slowness. So maybe I have the, the best answer. In the spirit of the turtle, it might be the yeah, best yeah, answer. I give zero animal. credit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what my spirit animal is. I think it's Apparently a, it's not a goddamn turtle. I think it's a koala. A turtle would have answered. But I love koalas. Like Chris I don't think, Koala. Like Chris Koala. Chris Koala. 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 Why? Why would we work so well together? I think J.J. Mm. Abrams wrote this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Chris, think, Crusader, weren't you here the last time we asked this question? I thought you were here before when we asked the question. You guys um. built up the questions so much. I was totally. <laughs> I also I was afraid it was some pop culture <laughs> reference I wouldn't get. I was like, this uh, would be awkward. Well, if you had any expectation, uh, you wouldn't be able to answer from your soul. It's true. Yeah, it's true. No, yeah. I will say this, and this this should have happened at the front of the episode, but we'll say it at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, we we uh, missed a week or two of Music Row Hideout because mm. the two of us, Jury and I, have been in Hawaii. Right, we've been in, out of town for a while. We went there for uh, our friend Susan's wedding. Mm-hmm. It was. Fire, magic, beautiful. Yeah, and the last song they played was Don't Stop Believing. It was an amazing, amazing time. Our song of the trip was... High Hopes. By Panic at the Disco. Amazing song. Not a dope song. Yeah. I I didn't like Panic at the Disco like years ago. Then I heard that song and I was like, I'm all in. 100%. Because like I get You're sick of the upset. production, but I still can't help but love some. Which of album is that from? The newest. The, one? the newest one. It like yeah, came yeah. out like a year ago. Oh, I like uh, that song. I like that song though. Actually. I don't know that is that the the last the second to last one? <laughs> the most recent. It's like a year ago. Like oh, okay. it's really really recent. This one's had to have high high hopes for a living. Oh, it's so good. Oh, cool. It's so I have good. heard that one. Um, it's especially good if you're an artist who's dealt with those mm-hmm. feelings, mm-hmm. like. It totally hits. Yeah. It hits home. I'm a Donatello man. Is it as good Crusader. as the one he did with Taylor Swift? It's better. Way better. Definitely Way better. Way better. Come on. He, he's a funny guy. <laughs> my wife unironically um, loves everything Taylor Swift has oh, ever done. No. And so she showed me that, and I was like, that's fine. And she was like, oh, that's the best song I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Yeah, I just. She has poor taste in music. <laughs> yeah, you love each other through your flaws, right? Okay, so I'm we were uh, hardcore schooled on my uh, Ninja Turtle, Turtle knowledge choices, up here, which yeah. like I would say more, but like I feel like I'd get ripped apart even just, further. So isn't it fun in this generation? Everybody's like going to be destroyed on the internet at least once, and isn't it fun that yours was about turtles? Uh, yeah, yeah. and not point. like something more serious. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Like that I've was made, a good way I've to go. Missteps. Yeah, it's good to hear that it's. I made some missteps. Good to know that like the turtle. Yeah, the turtle is the one that gets. Man. Yeah, that gets. We've heard snapping before. We've got yeah. a snapping lot. A I billion times. Turtle is probably the most. I mean, honestly, popular. I just don't think I know any other kind of turtles. Like, yeah. and that's, you could have said sea turtle. Like, I, like, I didn't. I like, and I, that takes me right back to. Like, I saw someone say sea turtle on here, yeah. and I was like, we just oh, swam with cool. sea turtles. Like, <laughs> yeah. ago. So I didn't amazing. think about a turtle that's in the sea. So we we uh, and that was what I was trying to get. I was uh. like, uh, if you wondered where we were, we were in Hawaii. With turtles. And we swam literally with swam with That's sea awesome. turtles. Like several times. Yeah, we went, I went snorkeling four times, and I think all of those times, or at least three out of four, mm. the first one didn't have a turtle. Three out of four times snorkeling, I swam with a turtle. And you know what's cool about sea turtles? At least Hawaiian they're sea turtles. They're chill as fuck. Oh, yeah, they don't give a shit about you. Yeah, they don't, if you they swim don't mind. with them, yeah, they're right? fine. Oh, you don't, you're not supposed to touch them. Yeah. And we, and we didn't. I watched someone touch one, and I watched someone... Hoist them out of the water and take them away. Yeah. Holy it's, it's a ten thousand dollar fine. It's illegal. Wow, straight up illegal. But we swam like right next to them. They, they, they didn't come yeah, up. yeah. They're just like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, you're the you're the seven hundred tourists I've seen this week. Yeah. Now what we've noticed is that uh, as there there's kind of two. I think there's two answers to this question. 
Oh, is this another one? Number one. No, no, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> Same question, same question. I'm just analyzing. This is the post game. Okay. Yeah, the interview's done. The show's fucking over at this yeah, point. Yeah, I still want to ask about his pedals, kind of, though. Oh, you got to ask him about his Yeah, that's uh, fine. Because but I'm just saying, the camera and look at, at this point, we're just dissecting what happened here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we've already hit the climax of the turtle question. But that's what this was about. <laughs> 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 eh, I think there's two kind of answers. There's snapping and then there's people who had a deep spiritual experience with the turtle which apparently there's most people Interesting. most Can't people we, we ask them and they're like uh and then they come up with something and they're like actually i have this story when i was six years old and i there was this like like literally 80 percent of our guests you know my grandma it's used to raise so turtles weird. and when she passed away a turtle oh, man. stumbled onto her it's gravestone crazy. i'm like inventing this. yeah that's a fake but story it's not too family ours is with praying mantises that's that's <laughs> really weird. so weird yeah. Yeah. It's very <laughs> hold on hold on hold on please share if you had to answer and you do and you do what is your favorite Kind of praying mantis. <laughs> I think there's just the, the one. The green one. Yeah, there's, there's just <laughs> the one. Perfect. You did oh my it. God, Alex, so much redemption right wait, there. Wait, wait, what was your, what was your praying our, mantis thing? All right, my grandfather passed, and um, multiple people, like within like the, like 24 hours, saw praying mantises, like oh, in things, like. My aunt saw one. Was it Orchid Mantis? Orchid Mantis? Who the fuck's an Orchid? No, I'm so sorry you for my ignorance. Um, <laughs> Get deep. Sorry. No one just, on the internet can let yo, you be okay. Friends, I just, want I just write serious. music and do that. Um, <laughs> so most no, people so, saw praying mantis. So yeah, my aunt like Both headed him, to my Liz grandfather's and funeral. Have a mantis story. Like there was a praying mantis on the um, the uh, right the, the, <laughs> the thing you put your the gas. In yeah. your car, yeah. the hose. Yeah. There was yeah. one on there, and her car was like on E, and like it was always like my grandfather's like big thing. He's like, never leave your car like less than a quarter tank. And so uh-huh. it became very like very familial of us to be like, whenever we'd see like a praying mantis, it'd be like, oh, there's Opa. Like we'd like mm, have uh. that. So like for me, I'm like, oh, I, I can see like yeah. a spiritual experience, but like but no turtle I, stories. I, I had a my best friend growing up had two turtles. Um other than that, what I kind? don't I shit if I know. <laughs> Ones that just floated there. And I... I, <laughs> I, I around. I fucking them. lazy turtles. I fed them when he was out of town. So... See, I couldn't that would say, have been a great answer. I don't even know their names. Floaters. Like, <laughs> you could have called them floaters. <laughs> yeah, you could have made that shit up. Edna and Steve or something. Like, that would have been a great know. answer. That would have been a great answer. <laughs> yeah. Edna and Steve. It'd be like, holy shit. So when we were in Hawaii, I was making this joke because we were talking about this whole turtle thing. Because we asked this I, every It's episode. really interesting because it's either super disappointing yeah. uh-huh. or it's weirdly profound. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> I'm glad like, mine was disappointing. I think I'd be kind of creeped out if mine was like mine myself was like profound. It was like, yeah, this is your thing. You're like, a turtle guy mm, now. <laughs> oh my god! So we were, we were talking to Hawaiian because like they're super super turtle oriented. Yeah. And I started inventing this story about a turtle named Donovan. <laughs> it's like, and that that's which like, is, which, story, you know, like. Do you know? Did you know Donovan's a family name of ours? No. Of mine? No. Yeah, it is like a big family name. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You're it's just like, an in-law. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm just don't give a fuck. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my I'm, family. I'm thinking of my future in-laws. I remember yeah. when he said that. I was yeah. like, does he he heard that's a family name of ours? But then you didn't. No, I, didn't. Just, I just, just invented this it. name and this whole backstory of a turtle that saved somebody's life. But we did really have – we really had a few people that you asked their favorite turtle. And you think it's like no one has a favorite turtle and that's why the question's great. Right. And then they said a thing and you're like, sure, they just picked a generic turtle. And then they were like, 
it was something really heart-wrenching and just like, wow. My grandmother that, was yeah. a turtle. Now, to yeah, give you, no the, to give you <laughs> yeah. like a 30-second backstory on the question. Like reincarnated. The reason I asked that question is because I went to some job interview and yeah. they asked the same questions Seriously. every job interview asks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I thought afterwards, like, I know the answers to all the job interview questions. Uh-huh. I've almost, maybe one time I've interviewed for a job and not gotten it. What's your yeah. weakness? And you know, some, your it's all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is your if weakness, I by had Jerry, the opportunity... Let's job interview really quick. Let's not. <laughs> what is, what's your greatest weakness? I have none. I'm perfect. Time you felt like you made a difference. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's all the same shit. Like, and I was like... experience conflict. I was like, look, if ever in... straight in the throat. If ever in... If ever in my life I get a chance to interview people... I'm not gonna ask those stupid ass questions. Yeah, I'm you're gonna, gonna hire a shitty employee. I'm gonna ask. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna ask a question that specifically no one will have an answer to. That if they can think on their feet, uh-huh. I know they're right. Yeah, or like okay. a creative answer. Right, because and like, some people can think on their feet, creativity. like Chris, <laughs> and some people have trouble, like Alec. <laughs> Who doesn't like whiplash? I'm just saying, like correlation or causation. Dude, that would be never played, <laughs> Who's never played Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. How do you feel about whiplash? Does the open world of Red Dead Redemption <laughs> yeah. scare you? Also, what's your favorite kind of turtle? <laughs> and, and so I Sorry, thought... you're not suited for this position I, doing math. I don't think I want this I just job. want people to think on their feet. Yeah. And so when I came up with the idea to do a podcast, I was like, dude, when we do a podcast, we have to ask every guest this question. I love it. Because... <clears throat> No one else. No, does. I, I think it's no great. one else will ever ask you that, ever, unless you become a turtleologist. I'm going to think about right. it for a long yeah. time. Look, I'm a part so of this. That's my, that's I'm my a part psyche. of this podcast, and I'm still thinking like I don't know if we should keep asking this question. I will so ask it every much. time until I. Die. I'm glad you do. I, I, I think that's a great stance to stay. Uh, hang on, uh, the build up scared me though. I'm going to be honest. I was, I was very. To be nervous. fair, we've it's, practiced that build up a lot, right? And you do, <laughs> and you do, and you do, and you do. The best ever. We used to be a little bit longer. We've honed it down because I think it got a bit extreme. It got pretty extreme. But we had, for a we, had while. A, we had two guests at one point who uh, was was it? Did, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the jazz band. Hey, um, listen. Hey, listen. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Local, local jazz, jazz, jazz band. Video game covers. Do you know them? I've heard of them. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, right. I think they might be Belmonte people. Belmartians. I don't remember. But they were great. They were fantastic. But anyway, we went through the whole thing, and the first. The first two times we said, and you do, and now the whole bit, they didn't, was nothing. But like the catch third on. time, one of the guys lost it and just cracked up, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, that time got me. <laughs> and the other guy's just like, okay, it's clear. We have to give you an answer. It is mandatory. Just I understand. fucking ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody, we've had it's a actually lot of people in, who get sincerely. It's actually in our sincerely, promo clip for that episode, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. We've had a number of people who got sincerely frustrated in the build-up to the question. Yeah, so we've, we've shortened like, it. Wow, like, how deep are we about to get? I was saying. And then you don't know. All right. Well, I, I actually really do, just for my own curiosity, and we have a good friend um, named Co. Who he does a podcast in San Diego that's all about buying and selling guitar gear. It's called the Flippin' Flippers. Yeah, Flippin' Flippers, right? And that kind of came from a different guitar San Diego-based podcast called Sixty Cycle Hum, where they talk about gear. And I was always into guitar gear, as I am a shitty guitar player. Um, So that means the more pedals, the better. And so, <laughs> for the sake of my own, yeah, <laughs> we're messing up. Uh, your oh, pedal board's like a quarter the size we, of my pedal board. We have, right? yeah. I say, I'm not a big. Yeah, you you have like a normal human size pedal yeah. board. Um, but for the sake of my own curiosity, mm-hmm. and so I can say, hey, Co, this is the three hour episode you should listen to. 
Um, Three hours, holy shit. I want to see what you, what you have. I know, yeah, I told you yeah, two, yeah, and yeah. then it didn't happen. Yeah. We're just having a good I want to see what you got on there. I think okay. I see like a way huge pedal, and I see Hall of Fame. You do. Um, but I want to get up close and personal and bring the camera in and show all it. the people on Twitch who are not interested and force them to be interested in what I like. <laughs> Let's be indulgent. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, are you going to bring it for me? Got to flip it around. Yeah, I probably should. So guitar pedals, for those of you who don't know, too, are effects. Like, this is fun because like, we <laughs> we did we did a fake uh, gear demo one time. Um, now, you have a it looks like a pedal train board. Yep. Is that right? And then, um, which is the most popular <laughs> yep. board of all existence because they're perfect. Yeah, it's worked really well for me. Um, and you have the pedal power, which bring I think it I have one of those. Closer. Yeah, yeah like, get closer yeah, to that. Those are purchases I made like five years ago, to be honest. It's great. It, it's just yeah, like pull it down there. Okay. So take me through your chain. I mean, you got the same tuner everyone in the yeah, whole world yeah. has. The tuner's pretty simple. Why does everyone have that one? Because it's perfect. Is there not a better one? No, it's just... It's, it's, it's just so perfect. It's just, just it's here, got the yeah. bypass. It's, it's, you start here. Nope, that's my That's, that's the output. Your, uh, Reverb's always the output. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. first, uh, yeah, this is my guitar player friends give me shit because I have space for it, but I keep my volume pedal to the side. I bought this recently. That's why. I just okay. Have, I haven't I ran it out of Earl Crow at home. LOL. So my volume pedal's to the side. Dude, I have uh, Go into tuner. Go a little low, Ryan. Said, LOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to make fun of myself. Um, from the tuner into the compressor, this so is a fairly... start of the volume. What compressor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's the Dunlap like, mini volume. It's sure. Just, it, like, no space taken up the right. ball, it, and it works. Cl very classic volume. I use yeah, the yeah. Ernie ball. Yeah, yeah. I but do. they're all the same. I yeah. did two for it's a while. Nice. This is loud. This is quiet. Yeah. I, yeah. We've got... Point down a little, Ryan. You're kind of pointing at his crotch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. The uh, Deep Six uh, Walrus Audio Compressor. They make gorgeous... Walrus Audio is great. Yeah, yeah. They're, they look gorgeous. Um, this thing, they were having a sale. Alec turned me on yeah. to it. I saved 100 bucks on this thing. Um, it's, uh, it's just great. Um, it really takes the, if I have any noise in my chain, it brings it up. So I really hesitate using it live okay. through PA. Um, when I'm playing like bar, I, I, there, I have a residency once a month where I play a bar gig where we're not even through PA. Mm -hmm. and it's great for that. It just, my tone cuts through. So why um, do you use that compressor over like, I mean, I use the Keeley four knob. Okay. Which I love. Why do I use this one? Yeah. I don't. Is it there was a hundred dollars? And I knew it was oh, a it was just you just got it. Honestly, it honestly, yeah, I had a huh? katana compressor. I no, I don't remember what it's called. It, it was just the. Yeah, I just remember the four dope knob. Arm. I don't remember what it's called. It does, and like walrus pedals are beautiful. Yeah, they are. Gorgeous. It I'm surprised. Really I'm actually surprised you're saying there's a lot of noise through it because walrus is they yeah. make some really I beautiful. Like pedals. I think it takes got submariner on it. I honestly, I don't think it's adding the noise. I think it's taking noise in my chain. Oh, I see. Because we actually have lots of similar pedals on our boards. We do. we do. And I have my compressor on almost the entire time. Always. And you don't have the Me too. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, for me, so, it's just the it's just the make everything sound better pedal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I, it's a nice sheen. Though, I don't always want... It's it's so... Um, it makes your sound so organized. Sometimes you don't want it. Mm. I don't always use it. Um, but I love it for leads, especially, not just for the more... Um, micro amp, I just use that. If I'm playing live and I'm about to take a solo in front of mm. people, I use it. And even if it pisses off... No, I actually don't know that. Is it a boost? boost? Just yeah, a boost? I just want the extra DP. Okay. Um, be, mainly, it's more because my monitor mix. Like, I don't know what I sound like in the front of house, but I want to be louder in my monitors when I take a solo. Yeah. yeah. So it's more of maybe a personal um, insecurity. Yeah, thing. Crusader. So on the pedal with four knobs, the compressor he's talking about, yeah. the four knobs adjust things, and the, the pedal, the button on the bottom turns it on and off. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um, yeah. So you can step on it with your foot. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the boost goes into, and what a lovely color to have, right? It's like, um, it's like white. Yeah, yeah, kind of like mm. blue. The only it's MXRs I have, I have the blue box, which <laughs> is just insane, just fun, un, unusable pedal. It's a, it's an octave fuzz pedal uh, yeah, with a, yeah, yeah. a one knob octave yeah, fuzz pedal. It's beautiful. For one song. <laughs> I don't, I don't even use it for that. I just use it to fuck around, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I use it at church a couple times when I was, <laughs> I just turned it like all the fuzz and then turned it way down, you know? <laughs> but I thought it was cool. Okay. Um, so my main drive, um, really kind of my only drive, to be honest, is this uh, JHS Morning Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, they market it as a transparent pedal, and honestly, it, it really right. is. Um, it was their answer to the soul food, wasn't it? I would say so. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I use it for country. I use it for indie. I, uh, I've started using it more. I didn't really realize the potential for this, but with a low Down drive line. setting and a high volume setting, mm-hmm. and it just pushes my because I mm. so my main amp um, that actually is right now blowing fuses. I'm not using it tonight. Is a Tyler uh, JT46 that I take if I do studio sessions or when I go on the road. Um, I like to use it. This is kind of my rehearsal amp. I'm using a big gear tonight. Um, anyway, but this this JHS pedal can. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, everybody talks about the whole, like, I want, like, a John Mayer light distortion sound, or, you know, lightly driven sound. I'm not super into that, um, but you can get it uh, for dirty rhythm stuff. I really like the red channel, though, okay. which I activate with this pedal mm. down here is the JHS red button. All it does is switches channels on this uh, drive pedal because mm-hmm. otherwise you have to do it manually with this little switch, mm-hmm. which That's is annoying if yeah. you're playing live. Right? I've only played a few JHS pedals. Yeah, but this thing they are fantastic. They're expensive, but it yeah, sounds really JHS good. Yeah, um, Jekyll and Hyde was this is a um, an example of how few pedals I've bought in my life. This was like one of the first first maybe the second pedal I ever bought. Yeah. I've never um, even heard of that pedal. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, you know what? I, when Struck I've used it, it in the last, um, oh. I've used it in the last few years because I played Cliffs of Dover on a recital mm. and I needed that like fuzzy sound. JHS can't do that. This can. Um, I hardly ever use this. Um, would I do it live? Maybe. Just on the overdrive setting, I'd use it to get like a bassier drive mm-hmm. on top. I would stack the gain stages. Um, anyway, okay. Lex Strymon was, I had a gift card to Guitar Center. And so you got um, a Strymon, as so everyone used. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> kind of wish I had other Strymon pedals, but this thing is my secret weapon if I'm doing a session or something. It's it like gives. Yeah, it's yeah. a ro- it's like a rotary. I honestly would much rather have a tremolo pedal. I would love the Walrus um, Monument. Eventually, mm-hmm. I want to buy a tremolo. But recently, I've been spending money on. I bought a hard case for my Tyler head. That was more important to me with road stuff this summer. <laughs> anyway, this pedal's cool. Um, my delay. I also kind of wish I had a digital delay, but I just Sour don't. Post. I don't put a ton of money into this. Um, I love that. Well, well, wait, huge. I mean, huge stuff is great. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. just yeah. I use a much shittier pedal. I just use the the Boss DD twenty. The only thing, which is whatever, generic. Is that a better pedal would give me presets. I have to oh. on the spot. I have to dial. You tap it in every time. Every, yeah. Yeah. And and would it be nice? If I eventually get higher client gigs, I would love to have presets in my delay pedal. Mm. What right would now, you What would you get? Do you know if there's a pedal? What pedal would you get if you could add all the money? What delay or uh, uh, timeline or a, yeah. so a Strymon timeline or a Boss mm. whatever it is DD20 I think or, is the big yeah. one. People well, the the bigger ones the DD500 now. 500, you which know is than way I better. You. It shows you, yeah. But presets would be dope. Okay. Um, mainly because sometimes I feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I you know before I play a set, I know oh I want like dotted eighth. Mm-hmm. You know, I know if I use that, I need my mix higher. But, like, I'm still kind of guesswork a little bit every time I okay. 
get a tone. Um, Hall of Fame. I love it. I, I have that same one. Love this thing. It's because a perfect reverb. Get, you know, in the last two years or whatever, um, the Strymon Blue Sky was the big thing, big sky. Right. Yeah. And I can fake that sound with this church setting. I can get the shimmer on top of mm. the high end when I play in church. When I play with Safari Room, I want that shimmer, that modulation at the end. Um, I can get that. I can also just get my plate reverb for nearly everything else I play. I just mm. want plate. Mm-hmm. So it gives me everything I want. You can load a preset into the tone print setting. So um, Yeah, and to- really... tone print is where you can load any effect that they have. It's yeah. the same thing. I have I have the TC Electronics bass amp. Oh, that yeah. You can do that same thing. Yeah. And now, actually, Ryan, do you have it here still, Ryan? I don't know. I have their Corona. I have their their Corona Chorus, and that's the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. the tone print feature is a really cool feature that Tease Electronics I either have Mateus Asato's thing or uh, Mark Letary's on. It's it's like the mod with a little more modulation. Uh, But anyway, I'm really big into... My biggest investment was my Tyler amp. Like, I think if Mm -hmm. you have a really strong amp that you're proud of and confident in, Mm -hmm. then the effects are just... Make you more... I I don't know that... I mean, I, I use kind of a basic, I mean, I, I love my amp. I, I would not use, it's like, I can't use any other amp. Mm-hmm. I use the, uh, the just the Blues Junior, mm-hmm. but yeah. the NOS, the old tweed one with the, the upgraded mm-hmm. speakers, the old parts. Totally. I mean, that's an it's awesome It's the perfect amp. amp. It is an awesome amp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. But there's so much other stuff out there I've never even There's so, a big market. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's the thing is like, there are so many things out there that you have to just kind of find like in the moment what works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not one right answer. Definitely should. You have a lot of really cool stuff. Thank have you ever played through? Um, who makes it? I keep wanting to say it's JHS, but I feel like that's wrong. That's completely wrong. Is the Pelotar? Uh, uh, who is that? What's that company? Is that? It's a it's a smaller company. It's Leon's company. Yeah. It's yeah yeah yeah. It's um. Who makes that? I'm a, I'm gonna Google it. It's the best drive I've ever played through. Oh. And it's Pelotar. oh yeah. It's it's supposed you know the Centaur. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a it's kind of a, a play on that, but then better Pelican, Pelican, Pelican Noise Works. It's it's the look it up. if you get a chance Portland. to play it. Um, it's it's yeah, it's got that no. a Centauri vibe. No, the, no, 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 no. What it does a have a Centaur. Centaur was meant to be a transparent. Yes, you're right. It no, it, yes, it has it has two switches. Okay, okay. But One the Pelotar is like an insane. Fudge. No, you've only played it with Co. It it does both. That's that's the beauty it's of that it. Versatile. Yeah, because I kind of think I don't believe I generally don't believe that one drive pedal can do both. It's gain and it's agreed. It's perfect. Okay. If you get a chance okay. to play it, you should definitely okay. check it out. That's good to know. It it. it no. Keep going. Sorry. Now hold on. I was thinking. Now doesn't the new one have two foot pedals switches on it? Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking the wrong. I'm crazy. So this is. Fun. But it's got like. Maybe the one I'm looking at here on the picture only has one foot switch, mm-hmm. which I swore there was two, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. But I know, like I've heard it do crazy fuzz, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I've heard it do this that like transparent, yeah. just Glassy. clean drive. Yeah. yeah, I've heard both from okay. it. That's cool. So it's been a while since I played it, but if you get a chance, that you should check it out. Okay. And if you don't love it, that's fine. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also don't no. like whiplash. Bragging, bragging rights on on our buddy Co. <laughs> Yeah, who, um, who does the Flip and Flippers podcast? Everybody Co- listening should check it out. Um, it's not loading for some reason. Yeah, but Co actually helped design this pedal. Mm-hmm. So okay, so Co mm-hmm. like grew up with us. I was in a band with him. Me too. And we were in a band together. Yeah, later. we've been in multiple bands. Uh, and he like weirdly somehow 
got in with the guitar building community. Yeah. yeah. Like sort of by accident, but he like <laughs> he's really in that community. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. People, yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, this. Uh, he has designed several pieces of gear now, but the yeah, thing he's been is, a big is part that of some he's not a designer. He's not an electrician. He just has an no, opinion. No, he is an yeah. electrician. Oh yeah, he literally is an electrician. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. <laughs> but he's not not electronic. <laughs> literally, that's yeah, what he does. That's really funny. That's really funny. Yeah. He is an electrician, <clears throat> so he yeah, understands yeah. electricity, but he doesn't know how to make like guitar studios. pedals. Yeah. But he has a lot of opinions about such topics and has like this reputation. So and, he designed to the side of the, the weird, noisy. Yeah, like noise yeah. rock. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes buzz and like shit that's out on there. On the edge of pedals. So. There's a anyway. bunch of like Red Panda, or maybe not, that's not their company, but there's a pan, uh, there's a pedal called Red Panda, or there's a company called mm. Red Panda that mm-hmm. makes some like wild pedals. Really? So, huh? I've never heard of them. Yeah, it's a. I think it's maybe the Red Panda or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll Have you heard cool any world. of the? I think it's called Earthquakers. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's, that's a pretty pedals. out of the Akron, right? Mm-hmm. Ohio. Yeah. They're like Are they? represent. Yeah. <laughs> all Ohio. I know is I hadn't heard of them till fairly recently, and now I'm hearing about them have. all the time. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't it's like see if... them used a lot. I'm gonna be honest. On boards that I see, I yeah. don't see them a lot. I know of them because they get marketed in like Sweetwater and Guitar Center. Like mm-hmm. you know, they're in nationwide retailers. They're in the things. See all the things. Um, yeah. I'm hearing Sorry, like what mix engineers talk used? about them. Okay. I don't really. Which ones. Do you, huh. They've like, been around a little while. Like they're not yeah. like brand new or anything. Do you know who Ryan Hewitt is? No, he's um, into them. Yeah, yeah. He, um, uh, they've anyway. got like the Avalanche. Mix mm-hmm. Their yeah. fuzz pedal is yeah. awesome. Oh, really? It's okay. just like one big ass knob. Also, um, do you know Vance Powell? <laughs> Vance's um, Rack and Tours. Oh, cool. Little Jack White stuff. Mm. The new Brandy Carlisle album. Yeah. Etc. He's super into them. Okay. Like, um, I don't know off the top of my head, but there's another guy thinking. Any, anyway, you're, you're people who are into, like, edgier, driven, mm-hmm. uh, oh, more no. creative like sound effects yeah, huh. seem uh, to like Earthquaker. Hofflinger uses yeah. that. Okay. Uh, I don't think some, I've ever played one, but I've heard, I've heard of it. friends who use um, a lot of Earthquaker stuff. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I – it's funny because I'm looking at your board, and we've talked about this. It's like – we have three of the same pedals. We have four. Four, four? really, and, like, and you have a pretty good a pretty good diversity of pedals there. Yeah, yeah. So like I have, I mean, and not I have like one boss chromatic pedal tuner. <laughs> well, that's the uh, the chromatic tuner is a boss. That's oh, right. that's true. That's true. Um, not, no, not to shit on boss. It's just they're the basic bitch of pedals. I also they have use some good the shit. Deep six, the micro ramp. I have a V two of the Morning Glory, and I have owned a Jekyll and Hyde for. Most of my life, right. I've never even heard of that. And one. So it's such a unique looking. You don't yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need to. That, um, no, but that, I'm about. I, that means I want yeah, one. I used to. <laughs> I used to point out and like, but like the only ones that I have different is I have a, a line six looper that I mm. or like the digital delay you looper. Fancy delay pedal. You have a fancy delay. I have what, two what fancy delay pedals. Yeah, yeah, and then I have the okay. Memory Man. Yeah, which okay. I which love. That's, so that's, yeah. that's the same one that Co uses. Oh, he's Memory Boy. So I have the memory, one. yeah, I have the memory man, mm. um, and I love that. Or do, so that's right. like analog delay, and then I use uh, the line six because mm. I'm a mm. big fan of battles, mm. and um, battles uses their guitar player uses two line six um, delay pedals on their loop setting. Oh wow! And so we use that in a couple of songs just to have a little bit of a oh, texture. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so, and then I have the I have the Hall of Fame too, but I have the Hall. You have the better. You have the better Morning Glory, and I have the Next Generation mm-hmm. um, Hall of Fame. Gosh, but, such good pedals. 
Yeah, but the it's funny. Like, so it's so useful. Oh. And like, yeah, I had a forty dollars. Yeah, I bought mine for like seventy bucks from a friend, and I know why it was seventy bucks from a friend because about a year and it stopped working, and the pots the pots got stuck, and it's a digital pedal, and so unfortunately you can't go in and do a lot of work to the digital mm-hmm. pedal. You can't so go and clean the pots. Yeah, you can't yeah. go clean stuff, and so I I think I just bought the Hall of Fame too because I was like rather than buy mm-hmm. the same thing, mm-hmm. I might as well upgrade. But I mean. Which hey, is Walrus, the hey, Walrus, perfect if you're, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. We'd love I to have a love we'd love to have a cool conversation oh, about I stuff. I want your like monuments so bad. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. I'm I'm sure we've alienated like 90% of the people listening yeah, to the show. Like, That's fine. But I don't care. I'm here. I'm this for me. <laughs> yeah, no. no. I'm I'm not a uh, a guitar player really. Same. But <laughs> I do. <laughs> but um like my job is highly involved with recording guitar players. So I have my pieces of gear. Yeah. The thing that, uh, well, question, have you used an Echoplex, mm. like a real one? No. So that's my probably current favorite okay. in terms of a delay. Um, like, Which is a very specialized sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I use recently? It was like an EP, I think it was a three or a four. But so like they're basically delays from the not uh, guitar splaining oh, cool, to you. Can I say that? Is that guitar I'm trying splain? to like say mansplaining, but guitar, guitar splaining. Sure. Not to guitar splain to you, but for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Echoplex is an analog delay. Oh, you're right about the knobs. That by uses the way. a real. Hundred percent. It uses real analog tape, and it records to them. And the coolest thing in the world is if you when you look at it, it is a record head that is stationary. I think, and a playback head that moves, or maybe vice versa. <laughs> Either way. I think Nathan Johnson has an Echoplex. Okay. So the Echoplex, it has a tape loop, and it just goes around in circles. It's a piece of tape, goes around. Yeah. So if you, for, for, for normies out there, think of a cassette tape. Think of a cassette tape that was only like, I don't know, guessing 10 inches long mm. and went in a big circle. And you've got a box about six inches wide that has a big circular tape thing going around and around. Any guitar effect with an actual tape in it is the coolest thing of all time. (laughs) Right. And so (laughs) you've got your playback head and you've got a record head and the way you change how long the delay is is you just move the playback head around. And so by the time it records to when it plays, there's just a physical distance that Mm -hmm. creates a time difference Mm -hmm. and that's the delay. And then you can change your repeats and all that stuff. Um, And you can drive it so it overdrives the tape which creates compression and distortion at the same time. Mm-hmm. Hey, Roger Yeager in the chat. Roger Yeager. <laughs> Our second guest Set ever on the egg. show. Ooh, no. Roger Yeager. Oh, so, so Roger's, a, Roger's one of my artists. Uh, <laughs> that should have known. Hey, Roger, Roger, I saw the um, video you did with the... Um, she talks the sitar. The sitar. He's badass, man. But did you see his music video for the song Elevator that I started? I don't think so. Because I'm the star of that video <laughs> and everybody agrees. Wait, do you see the one where he's playing the sitar in the like destroyed building? No, I think it was in here. Oh, oh. when we recorded uh, yeah. Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves. Yeah, uh-huh. okay, yeah Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, super rad. So well done, man. Yeah, he was like right here. Yeah, yeah. watched him on the show a couple times, two, two or three times. So on Roger's first He's album, speaking love, love of cassette tapes, um, I went through a cassette tape phase 
where I would record different things down to cassette. I would bounce them down to a cassette machine mm-hmm. and overdrive it in certain ways and just do a variety of things. Yeah. Like, for instance, like bouncing just the reverb of a part to the cassette tape and then putting on noise, Dolby noise reduction, which reduces high end and also creates like weird digital artifacts and yeah. softens shit and then use that tape version as the reverb or play back the tape in like uh, if you actually if you go to the bathroom here you might have noticed there's an old like 90s mm-hmm. boombox right we would record <coughs> things he did to the to a tape and then put it in the 90s boombox which has weird pitch artifacting mm-hmm. and anyway so that's why he's yeah. commenting tapes it's yeah. kind of one of my my jams <laughs> set tapes yeah but uh Echoplex is the jam. It is. I mean, it's not space the echo. Second, the second best. Well, no, 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 no. It is better in some ways and worse in others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Space echo is amazing. I use space echo on everything, but it's different. Space space echo is amazing. EP, the Echoplex is amazing, but it's different. If you want an amazing slap, the Echoplex is the jam for you. There's no better in the world. And then, but the you have second, that real tape, so it's gonna break the, every eight minutes. The <laughs> next best. No, no, no. It doesn't break. It's noisy though. But the next, it will eventually break, but not every eight minutes. Like, you'll get through a gig. And then the next thing down is the T-Rex. Have you guys used the T-Rex? No, but uh, one of my favorite guitar players uses their tremolo pedal. Yeah, so yeah. the the T-Rex is, is modern, so it's reliable. <clears throat> and it uses literally just a real actual cassette tape to do its effect. But it's very, very similar. It's the same exact con- concept as an Echoplex, but a cassette tape. And there's something you can do with that kind of an analog delay with the overdrive that you cannot do on anything else literally in the world. Yeah, it just can't be done without a cassette because the way that the overdrive happens, it's just a physical property of Mm -hmm. magnets. Mm -hmm. And so it's the shit. And that's my recommendation. For you guys as an indie band, you need to put some shit that you uses a fucking stuff. tape. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to make you yeah, cool. Weird stuff is the best. That's what's going to take you to the top, you guys. Start using now, more tape. <laughs> now, now, we have, we have like got to, we actually have to, to wrap up because we promised these guys would only run for two hours <laughs> and it's been like three hours and 15 minutes. And also, I know that, Chris, you have to catch a bus in like six hours. And uh, I'm a little sorry, but not really. No uh, pro gig. Pro gig, man. <laughs> so, so we, again, we do have to wrap up. This has been the O-Neaters. This is yeah. Meters, yeah. Um, what did I say? Uh, Floppy or Liz, can you guys post their links in the chat? I know I messaged you earlier, so you guys can check out their Instagram and everything. Also, you can look them on Spotify, yeah. Safari Room. I'm just kidding. Their band's called Safari in the Rooms, right? Safari <laughs> and the Rooms, yeah. The, the Safari and the Rooms. What is this? That's correct. Uh, yeah, we're on the Safari Facebook, room. the okay. Instagram, the Twitter. Um, our Twitter is not super... Um, Happening, but you know we're trying to make sure that everyone. We're proud of that. Yeah, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that because Thanks Twitter's kind of a cesspool, but like, <laughs> sure, we'll hop. Perfect we'll, cesspool. We'll happily chaos. hop in uh, if people can access our music that way. But like, we're on all the distribution and the the Spotify. band <clears throat> We may have a couple local shows coming up. What um, are them? Uh, we're You're playing, playing the on. Soon, right? Yeah, we're playing uh, the oh, basement cool. Nashville on. Show. Yeah, we should. On, yeah, we should you should plug, you should plug all the yeah, things. I was right say, I was so like, focused on tour. We, this yeah, um, we're playing uh, at the basement, the OG basement on Eighth Ave. Um, if you're local, if not, mm. then you have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, we do. We um, have a, we have like at least, at least two yeah. local people in chat so, right now. Uh, the basement Nashville on Friday, uh, May 31st at 7 p.m. We're playing with Hari the band. Uh, 
super stellar band, and uh, we're playing right after them, and it's a quick show, so we can all get drinks afterwards. Mm. And then, um, yeah, or go to bed uh, if you're old, like us. Mm. Holy shit. And then, um, never mind. Sorry, keep going. Thought it was like totally empty. Um, Yeah, I was looking at it. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, Chris has just turned around and chugged it. We drank that whole bottle. And then we're playing uh, City Winery actually in Nashville on uh, June 5th. That's a great game. Yeah, um, we're playing as part of the Raw Artist Collective that does cool collective um, art. Art. Yeah, that was a really bad art collective, does collective art. Classic. But they get a bunch of different artists together uh, from all types visual of mediums. Artists, yeah, yeah, visual artists, photographers, um, acting and all that kind of stuff. And they put together a really cool show. And we were fortunate to be asked to do that. And so we're playing City Winery on June 6th, 5th, June 5th, Wednesday, mm-hmm. June 5th. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be on the road. So uh, our first run is the end of June. Mm-hmm. And if I can remember the dates properly, I think it's uh, the 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th. We'll be respectively in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, Then we'll be in Chicago, Illinois. Then Columbus, Ohio. And then Cincinnati, Ohio. Now, when you say Columbus, you mean Columbus, not east of Columbus? Yeah, not east of Columbus. Just to be clear. But all the the east of Columbians. (laughs) The Columbusans. Not the bullshit uh, outside. We'll be there. But yeah, and then we'll be in the southeast in um, July. July, and then we're gonna do a little bit more Midwest. We're gonna go back to my stomping grounds nice. uh, in August, and then we're kind of working on a larger uh, body of work right now, and possibly working with some cool people on that. And Very cool people. So we'll see what happens with that, and so be on the lookout for that. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> so make sure to follow them on all the things. Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Follow them on Spotify. Um, check out all their shit. Because, uh, you know, we like them. Now we can call them friends of the show. <gasps> hey. Wow. We've never Sweet. had friends We've never before. had friends. <laughs> We've never had friends. <laughs> hey, first time for everything. Um, I know. This is... But anyway, super yeah, cool. Appreciate y'all having us. Well, we like having you here too. <laughs> yeah. I am um, super. If there's anyone who I'd let grill me about turtles, it's probably you too. So. Thanks. Uh, Thank I you. really <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah. Nobody else does yeah. that. I don't know if you believe it, but nobody. So, <laughs> anyways, the point is, I've everyone no, here. I've that. never feared for my life from a turtle question. <laughs> the point is, everyone here loves the movie Whiplash. Without a doubt. And at least half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Connor Roberts. I already covered it. And, and half of the group. Is very firmly set on the snapper turtle. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but also, so next week, guys, uh, we don't have a guest scheduled next week yet. We don't. But we'll have somebody. But two weeks from now, we're actually having a music entertainment lawyer. He actually also does. He also uh, represents sports people, I think, as well. But he's an entertainment lawyer who from Nashville who hit us up said he's a fan of the show and would love to come on. And we're gonna say we said absolutely because that's a really unique perspective we haven't had yet. And yeah, and before you like are like lawyer, that sounds like old people and boring. It's gonna Just be know, like that in the music industry. Like it's, lawyers it's are like. Like, yeah, Floppy says, yeah. and two of you really hate Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically Slash. Well, Specifically well, Slash. Guilty as parts on the Guilty as... I think I might name this episode, <laughs> Why Do You Hate Slash? That, uh, that's yeah. like a Billy on the Street kind of thing. It's just like, why do you hate Slash? And people are like, I don't... Because he's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't bang. The point is, know. the hosts of the show Never love Slash. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Never like his eyes. <laughs> um, a lot of people say in the music industry, like, you need to get connected with a lawyer because mm-hmm. they know everyone. 
So uh, we're really excited oh. to have uh, our lawyer friend on. We'll have to think about that. That's a good point. In two weeks. She goes, he's a fan of the show. <laughs> he might already know the turtle question. Ooh, we'll have to come up with a new question. To be fair, nobody way. listens to an entire episode because that's clearly ridiculous. No one knows you the turtle question. You should do something else with your evening. Yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is, Ko, who we've mentioned, pedal guy, Great he friend does. of ours. The he thing about Ko, here's the thing about Ko, he's an all-or-nothing guy. All right, hold on. I, I got to say right now, Ko, if you've listened this far... Text me when you listen to this so I know you're not a goddamn liar. <laughs> okay, good call, good call. Yeah. Here's what Ko has told me. Ko has told me he listens to the beginning of every episode, and he gives it 15 minutes mm. to decide if he's interested in the guest or not, oh, and if screwed. he's going to listen to the rest. Whoa. Wow. So there's That's a lot of, we there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. We went through a pedal e- rig. Every, <laughs> so yeah. like, Which right. is his favorite thing. Yeah. yeah. So the so. thing is, is if he doesn't listen to yours, we'll be like, you need to go back on the Yeah. yeah. The, at least uh, listen to like Mile Marker. But what, to be two fair, hour, 40 minutes. Everybody <laughs> yeah. becomes a way cooler guest after some liquor and as the show goes on. It, every single person. We're not unique. I'm We're just. So I mean, you're so, you're so special. We're just, We're just oh, yeah. snapping turtles trying just to make snapping. it happen. So. <laughs> trying like, to. Going for longevity, right? Mm-hmm. Longevity is a good thing. So it's the Fire Room, Basement, Nashville, soon. And then Touring, everywhere. I'll come to your town. Music, Spotify, Tumblr. Not so much, <laughs> but all the rest. Are they really Internet. Chris there? That's funny. Tinder, maybe coming <laughs> soon. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe on Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Like uh, collective Tinder. Indie music for, the, for the generations mm-hmm. and all of the peoples. But anyways, guys, thanks everyone for coming to hang out, as always. And until next time, we will... S- no, don't hit that button. See you See later. You later.